Hello out there in podcast land, and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pad Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight of the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Adam Hello. and Maestro. Dun, 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 dun. Oh. That's a little preview of what we're going to watch. <laughs> uh, this week, our Christmas theme month continues with an untraditional holiday movie that helped end the Cold War, Rocky IV. Why Rocky IV, you people ask? The climactic final fight between Ivan, Drago, and uh, I was about to call him Ra- <laughs> Sylvester Stallone and Rocky Balboa yep. takes place on Christmas Day in Soviet Russia. That's why. Yeah. That's why this is a holiday movie. God damn it. God damn it. This movie was written and directed by Sylvester Stallone. This movie stars Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Talia Shire as Adrian. Burt Young as Paulie. Hey, yo, Paulie. <laughs> Carl Weathers as Apollo Creed. Bridget Nielsen who uh, is married to Ivan Drago. She was married to Stallone in real life after this movie. Oh. Where where, where does Flavor Flav fit in? Much way further down the line. Okay. And and, uh, Dolph Lundgren as Ivan Drago. Oh. Brigitte was the husband of of Drago? Or the wife? The wife, yeah. Oh. That's Brigitte Nielsen. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, right? Holy Christ. Yeah, she used to be hot back in the day, dude. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. I I, got lost. She, Dolph Lundgren, man. He's pretty cool-ish. Yeah, uh, you got to go right. back to our third episode, Tango and Cash, with right. Kurt Russell's Fester Stallone. There's a joke in that movie where uh, Kurt Russell tells him, I'll pick up some Danish, and Stallone goes, oh, I hate Danish. Oh. Bridget Nielsen, his ex-wife, is Danish. Ah. Oh. Ew. Ew. Let me hit you with a brief synopsis, and then we'll go from there. After Soviet Iron Man Ivan Drago kills Apollo Creed in an exhibition match, Rocky Balboa comes to the heart oh, of Russia. Spoiler alert! Jesus Christ! For fifteen pile <laughs> driving boxing rounds of revenge. This is what I got from IMDb. That's why. Why would they put that in the? Wow. Well, hold on, Adam. Have you seen the preview for um, uh, Southpaw? No. The boxing movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. No. Well, in that trailer, they give away that his wife dies. Oh, you can't be doing that kind yeah, of stuff. So yeah. the only way you could do that, like. It, uh, in John Wick, I think that was the whole point of it. Yeah, but it happens like right away. Mm-hmm. This, this it takes like maybe twenty minutes before Apollo Creed goes down. Yeah, that's about that. That's a that's a decent way into the movie to give away a huge plot point. Have you guys ever seen Rocky Four before? Yeah, but this is my first time watching its entirety. Oh, okay, so you've seen bits and pieces. Yeah, okay, mainly because it was on HBO at the time. I didn't get a chance to watch it fully because I never caught it on time. Adam, uh, this would be the second Rocky movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, I saw Rocky One. Long time ago, mm-hmm. long enough to I don't remember much about it. Okay, and then this one. I, I was I wasn't really big into the Rockies growing up. It wasn't a big part of my life. I did go see this uh, Stallone statue in uh, Philadelphia when I was there. Oh, cool! So I was like, but it was just more like a oh, because it's here, mm-hmm. not because oh. Did you run up the steps? Like I, I, I didn't run up the steps. No, oh, you just walked up the steps. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you need a brief uh, one through three, real quick? What? Sure. Does does it, does it matter at this point? Uh well the first scene is the end of three. I was gonna ask that. Yeah, because I, I I remember hearing about uh Mr. T being in one of the Rocky movies. I don't know which one it was. So part one, Rocky is a bookies enforcer. Right. He doesn't like doing that job. He just wants a good job to uh, feed his turtles, which are alive in feed the new turtles? Creed movie. By the way, those oh. things are still alive. Anyway, um, they're fighting uh crime ninja style. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Apollo Creed, he's the Muhammad Ali of this universe. He he has got not no one who has fought Apollo Creed has gone all fifteen rounds because back then you used to go fifteen rounds. Mm-hmm. So his whole thing is nobody can go the distance with me, Apollo Creed. Rocky Balboa 
a street thug. He signs up and he goes, oh, this bum's not going to go 15 rounds with me. He goes all 15 rounds. Apollo beats him. People people will forget that in the first Rocky movie, he loses. Mm-hmm. He goes 15 rounds. That's when he does the whole, Adrian, I did it. Part two, it's the rematch. Rocky beats Apollo for the title. Part three, he's now the champion. So he fights Clubber Lang, who's played by Mr. T. Clubber Lang beats him. He beats the shit out of him. And then Clubber Lang indirectly kills Mickey, his old man trainer. Oh, what? Burgess Meredith. Yeah. Okay. Like he shoves him to the ground and he's like, oh my oh. God. And he has a heart attack and he dies later on. When does he become friends with Apollo? Part three. In okay. part three, Apollo feels bad for Rocky because he beat the shit out of him. And then Clubber Lang was talking shit about Apollo Creed. So he flew him from Philly to L.A. and they trained. And Apollo taught him the Eye of the Tiger. He taught him how to fight, how to play defense, supposedly. He was taught that him- in the first movie, Eye of the Tiger? No. Part three is the Eye of the Tiger song. Oh. Yeah. So then he, with all the skills that he learned from Apollo, he goes back and he beats Clubber Lang. And then it ends with their exhibition match in, in the back room, which okay. is how this movie begins. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So, right off the bat, you got the Eye of the Tiger playing in this movie. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. That wasn't in the first movie? What was in the first movie then? Uh, Flying High Now. Yeah. Got it. That's that song. And then Eye of the Tiger was in part three. Got it. Yeah. And then the two Soviet gloves. This right here should just set up the kind of movie you're getting into. <laughs> like this is just this is like pure 80s schlock. Yeah. It's the Soviet glove. It's the American glove and they punch. Beautiful. Okay. And then uh they give you a recap of Rocky 3 in the beginning. You have Rocky beating Clubber Lang. Okay. And then it's uh Apollo and Rocky. They're in a fake match or not a fake match. They're in their own private match in a back room. And they both swing at each other at full force. Oh yeah, that was a weird thing. Yeah, it was like it was, it was a rematch, but it wasn't like I want to I want to fair fight, but I don't want it to be televised. It's just for us. Yeah, it's just for us to know. And then it, it pauses. Like it looks like Paul's about to get one square in the jaw, uh-huh. and and, uh, and while missing Stallone, is what, this is what the vibe I got from that. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, we're, we'll probably spoil all the Rocky movies because eventually we might touch on other movies. Okay, the cool. new movie Creed. Um, it's Apollo Creed's illegitimate son. Who yeah. goes to Philly to train with Rocky? Mm-hmm. And he asked him, I heard there was a third fight between you and Apollo. Who won? And Rocky wouldn't say. And at the end of the movie, he tells him, Your father won. Your father's the greatest fighter who ever lived. I'm just a bum. Okay. So in this fake match that they paused on, yeah. it was Apollo who won. I don't know how you have. I don't think so. I don't know how you have like a, a match. Like, don't you need like to hear a bell at three minutes? Like, ding. And you get, don't you got to separate? Oh, yeah. Like, how does that work? Aren't there points? What, well, they, what if they go all 12 rounds? They, they were going until somebody got knocked out? <laughs> yeah. That would make sense. Between friends? That seems weird. Nah. Well, until one of us has a concussion, we're not stopping fighting. <laughs> they're sort of like frenemies. Not even frenemies. They're just... They seem like they're They friends. become friends in part three, which is weird because in one and two, they hate each other. Yeah. Like with a passion. But they respect each other too. But they respect each other enough where it's, it's sort of like my enemy of my enemy is my friend. Right. So, so in, did it go over Apollo retiring? Yeah, uh, in in the third in one, three, he's not retired. He's just got he just got old. Because <laughs> the thing with Rocky is when he entered that first match with Apollo, he's over his prime too. Okay, like he's probably twenty nine, thirty. Which Who is? in boxing, Rocky Balboa. Oh, which in boxing is really old right. for it to be your first fight. So they're both kind of over the hill, but it's just that because Rocky's the current champ, right? People like Rocky more than Apollo, which was happens in this movie. Okay, because he tells Rocky in this movie later on, you know, you're the champ now, but they're gonna forget about you like how they forgot about me. Yeah, all better. Yeah, what, was it was Apollo like a little, like a, a whiny bitch in the other movies? No, he was like Muhammad Ali. Like he was just shit talker. He was flashy. 
He was sort of like the Ric Flair of boxing, if if okay. for a good wrestling analogy. Because he he didn't come across very well to me in this movie, for being like my my first I guess encounter with him. Uh-huh. I had this vision in my mind of what Apollo Creed was because of all the hype and everything I yeah. keep hearing about. And he's badass and he's yeah. pretty cool. He's a pretty cool looking dude. Uh-huh. And it was it Carl Weathers is that his name? Yes, yeah. he plays Apollo. I I, I love him as an actor, mm-hmm. not in this movie so much, uh, but he it, it just he came off like weak. Yeah, because he's over the hill and his people are forgetting who he is. Yeah, but I mean, even like there's there's a scene where he's like shit talking against Drago. Oh yeah, uh, and the and press he, conference. Yeah, and he's like he's like saying all kinds of shit, and then something gets fired back, and he's like, "Oh, why? You hurt my feelings?" Type of thing. <laughs> like, what the? No, Apollo Creed's supposed to be like the Muhammad Ali of this world, a shit talking guy who's like smooth and everybody likes. him. Yeah, but him. he can't take it. He, can't, he, he he can dish it out, but he can't. He take can it. in one and two. Okay, and three. Wow, just not in this one. All right. That was, that was very disappointing to me. Well, in this one, supposedly, um, Drago was supposed to be, like, super strong. Like, I guess to the point where they use steroids in it, I guess. They yeah. Show the, well, they it, show him. Yeah. they injecting yeah. him with They They, they say that he's all natural, but then during a montage later, we find out, maybe not so much. Yeah. Uh-huh. So so even even at the beginning, after all the shit talking from uh, from Apollo Creed, um, when they hit gloves, which I know you're going to probably hit on later on. Yeah. <laughs> hit on. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he noticed how how much how different the sound was from the the gloves hitting. It oh. almost sounded like a, not like a punch, more like 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 bricks and metal. Mm-hmm. The the sound was very different. Part of me was expecting later on to find out that he was like a, a genetic experiment or or created some, by the Soviets. Yeah, some <laughs> some sort of robot or some, some 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 something that was just unnatural. Like during the Iron Curtain. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like like maybe he hits him too hard and part of his skin comes off and he's like a T one thousand or something. Hmm. I was expecting something like that to happen. I know it wasn't going to, yeah. but I was expecting some sort of twist, not maybe that crazy, but something kind of like that. Well, that's mm. a good segue, Adam, because the next scene oh, yeah. is we're going to the Balboa Estate in yep. uh, L A. Right, because uh, Apollo lives in L A. Right, and uh, Apollo's whole thing was he always lived in L A. And he's because he's Hollywood, like he's he's like a, he's as big as like a movie star. So he lives in L.A. Right. He only went to Philly to fight Rocky because Rocky's out there. Okay, that's how that worked. Anyway, good segue. Like I mentioned, yeah. um, it's Paulie's birthday. Do you know who Paulie is in this world? No, Paulie is Adrian's brother. There's a Paulie in Goodfellas, right? Yeah. Yes, he's yeah. the mob boss. Is it the same kind of guy? No, not the same actor, but the same kind of person. No, no, no. Okay. not at all. Paulie oh. is Adrian's brother. He treats her like shit, and he's a drunk and. Like in part five, he's he, a comic relief in this movie. Sort of in part five, he loses all, the Balboa's millions of dollars oh, on a Jesus. bad deal. Wow, wow. But like Rocky's still like loyal to him because he met Adrian through him. Okay. Oh, yeah. by the way, there's a scene in part one. I know. Going to part <laughs> one again, where Burgess Meredith, who's the old man who trains Rocky, Mickey. Yeah. It's, we're led to believe that in part one that Adrian's slow. People think she's slow because she's deaf. Like, she's deaf in one ear. Or she's half deaf. So people assume she's, like, dumb or slow. Oh, yeah, yeah. So when he's training Rocky, Rocky tells Mickey, Hey, hey, yo, Mick, uh, do you know anywhere I could take Adrian on a first date? And he goes, take her to the zoo. Retards love the zoo. Wow. (laughs) That could never be. Jesus. That line could never be said (laughs) in a movie now. Uh, Yeah. I just love that line. I don't know why I thought that. Oh, because we talked about Polly. So Adrian's deaf in one ear. She's, like, half deaf. Okay. And then in another movie, uh, Stallone is blind in one eye. Oh, Grudge Batch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I remember watching this. I was like, I feel like we did a Rocky movie already. And I remember it was Grudge Match, the De Niro Stallone yeah, yeah. Uh, boxing match. Yeah. A nice uh, comedic, quote unquote, take on the uh, the Rocky franchise. franchise. Yeah. We go to the Balboa State, and it's Paulie's birthday. And 
they bring in his birthday gift, and Paulie's like, "Oh, I hope his drive. I, I hope it's parked in the driveway." Right. And Rocky's like, "Oh, you'll see." And then a fucking robot rolls in, and it's like, "Happy birthday, Paulie!" Yeah. <laughs> and we we find out later on is this 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 robot is alive. It can communicate. Yeah, like it's got pa- AI. Yeah, Paulie, would you like me to? Uh, would you like me to get you your favorite magazine? Like, <laughs> this existed in nineteen eighty five. That was my thought. Like, what the? Well, Where's the technology? <laughs> It's like Rosie from the Jetsons is, yeah. is what this is. Uh-huh. Or Vicky. Is it Vicky? No. Oh, yeah. Small wonder. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Is that is that kind of well, she's mm-hmm. that was around the same time period. Yeah. Yeah. Eighties. Mid to late eighties. So where the hell is that? <laughs> I want that robot. Uh-huh. If that robot was real, that'd be amazing. It, it has a phone on it. Because yeah. he takes a phone call from Apollo later on in the movie. It can reason. It has logic. Yeah, it, it can change voices. It can change to a woman's voice. Mm-hmm. Are yeah, we which, sure Paulie's not? Did, yeah. Are we sure Paulie's not fucking this robot? <laughs> don't they? Don't they imply that later on in the, in the movie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I forget how they said it, but yeah, it was pretty much. Yeah, it's, it, it's right before they go to Russia. Uh, he's like, "Don't forget me, Paulie," and he's like, "Uh, whatever, babe." I think he calls her babe at one point. Yeah, or sweetie something. or something. Was, and the limo driver's just like, "Huh?" It's very weird. <laughs> very weird. Yeah, Adam, was this your turnoff moment? Yeah, the robot. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> that was I the knew, funniest I part. I knew, for yeah. me. this was going to be the. Turn-off it was, it was so ridiculous. It was like, ah, <laughs> oh, what the? That was funny, man. I mean, it was just it was it was too far fetched for. I mean, I understand he's probably like super loaded from being the champion of the world now and whatnot. Yeah. He can spend his money on anything, but. That 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 doesn't doesn't exist in that world, and <laughs> in, in, even in this world right now, thirty years later. So in the, so introducing this robot, did you? That's what made you think that maybe Drago's a robot himself, right? Yeah. Okay. If, if we're that advanced, if this is all right, if you're selling me this bill of goods, then maybe <laughs> maybe if technology is where it's at now, where we can have an actual like series style robot mm-hmm. in 1985 that can move around. Yeah, it can, it can clean stuff up. It's 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 rosy. It's it's rosy. Uh huh. It, it doesn't seem like. I mean, based on the way it's built, how could it really be like functional? I don't know, but it is, and it just was very confusing. Like that, why that didn't need to be there? The the movie would have been just fine without that robot. Yeah, I still to this day I still don't know why Stallone because Stallone wrote this. I still don't know why he included this robot. I don't know. I think he wanted to get a robot built for himself. I'm like, let me put it in the movie. <laughs> I'm not gonna pay for this. I'm put it in the budget. There has there's someone under there, right? There's got to be someone under there. No, nah, I'm I, sure. Maybe I, it's remote control. No, it's too thin. The body's too thin. Yeah. If it, if anything, it is uh, animatronic. Okay. And, yeah. And it's someone going "Happy birthday, Polly." Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's that's through that's through a uh, voiceover later on. Yeah, mm-hmm. in 1985, I think they were still working off of what DOS or Windows three. Three point one. Three point one. Jeez. Yeah. Three point one was that still green? No, three point one was when I was like eight or nine. So that was like early yeah, 90s. DOS. It's DOS. So it's DOS still? Yeah. So it's just the black screen with like the green the green mm-hmm. lettering. It's the same kind of technology with it floppy disks. to find out how the thing came to be. So floppy disks <laughs> and everything. It's the, it's the same DOS prompt where, boop, 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 boop. oh, here's the dot. And then, oh, that was such a show. Oh, my God. What year was that? Was that 80? 82. 82. All right. So, so three years later, we got so robots. So they took that AI and put it in this robot. Right. Exactly. Exactly. He called the government. Hey, yo, uh, Hey, this is Rocky Balboa. You might know me. I'm the Chapa. I want a robot. Or I want that AI. <laughs> Good God. We find out that Ivan Drago exists in this world. He's a Soviet boxer. He's the number one amateur boxer in the world. Yes. Yep. He's only fought amateurs in the Soviet Union. Undefeated. Undefeated. They don't give his record. Oh, which, by the way, in the new Creed movie, everyone he fights or everybody he encounters in the gym, it freezes and it goes their name, their nickname, and oh, their nice. win-loss record. Like That's that. cool. Yeah, it's awesome in the new Creed movie. They did, they did that with uh, 
the the Rock movie. I think it was Rundown. Yes, they did it for like three people. And oh like, yeah, like why didn't they keep doing that the entire movie? That was a cool little gimmick. They'll show Christopher Walken's like. AKA blah blah blah. Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was that. That was a cool thing. Mm-hmm. They didn't keep it with the whole movie, so it was kind of confusing. Maybe mm-hmm. they ran out of budget. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Ivan Drago lands in the U.S. He's in a. I guess. I, I guess he's in the military. He, he's wearing a Soviet officer's uniform. Uh, I'm not so. I'm not sure if it's the, how it works in um, every country or even Russia for that matter. But I've heard that like at some point in time, every I think. Uh, at some point in time in the person's life, they have to go through the military. Yeah, that's how it is. Oh, okay. Mostly everyone in the world. I thought it was just a ceremonial, yeah. ceremonial no, thing. No, no. My future father-in-law, he lived, he grew up in Egypt, and he was required by law when he was eighteen to join the military. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's mostly everywhere. We interviewed a guy for uh for the Top Shelf podcast four years ago. That uh, he, he's a chef, uh, and amazing chef. Holy mm-hmm. Christ! If, if you have a chance to go to Bacaro, LA to eat, amazing food. Uh, anyway, he was telling us about his military experience too. He, he grew up over in the, in the Middle East, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Not a bad idea. I don't know why we don't do that here. What? Have everybody go through some sort of training? It's because in the because people have too many choices in America. Yeah, you can be an artist if you want. Well, I guess the whole you can one... be a poet for the rest of your life. Nope. No, everyone needs to go to some sort of boot camp to get yes. some like <laughs> yes. the fear of God practical put in training. Them. Yeah, and just to be a decent human being, just not be an asshole. Because somebody's going to come and yell at you for a lot. Well, the thing yeah. about, I guess the main point about that is, is um, if you do get to go through those two years of training, I mean, do you think you could handle it? They would make us better. They'd make us all stronger instead of these panty waist vegan assholes that are complaining about stupid shit that nobody cares about. Like bad movies. Like bad movies. <laughs> On a podcast. Well, I the reason I'm just saying is that a lot of people... The reason why America, I think, doesn't do that is because it's based upon cho- like what what Hollywood was saying: choice, freedom, the ability to make your own life. And if you were to be forced to go into a military, that also takes away two years of your life and changes the way you think, man. I mean, ultimately, it is a form of. Uh, we're, we're trying to have it all, though. I mean, because we we don't go through training. So it's like we're not contributing much to society, yeah. and then we bitch about paying too much in taxes. Yeah, like so. Well, what? So we want everything to be free. We're not owed anything. We need to. Everyone needs to work for what they have. I think at some point uh, before uh, in the past, college was free. Okay, maybe in some countries it is. It is still today. Well, they still pay in high in taxes, though, don't they? I don't know. I'm not a historian. A story, <laughs> an economist. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm not a botanist. So I, I don't. I can't speak on things. <laughs> what is this talk about being a botanist? I think you've been a bot, not been a botanist for like multiple times. I have never been a botanist, Maestro. I know, but like, why is it botanist revolve revolve around everything? I mean, I don't know. You're a botanist. You're not a botanist for this. You're not a botanist for that. It's true. Well, I, it's it's not it's not a lie. I feel like I feel like you're choosing the botanist because I think you think it's all powerful. Yeah, it can do anything. I'd, I'd like to speak more on it, but without my knowledge of botany, I can't get into many more <laughs> details about it. <laughs> so anyway, Drago exists. He's also not a botanist. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know this? He's also, <laughs> he's also not an android. Right. Uh, he's he's in America to fight Rocky Balboa. We, we think he's good enough to fight the champ. So it's him, his wife, played by Bridget Nielsen, who's his like mouthpiece, who speaks for him. Yeah. Um, his trainer... And then I guess this guy, he's in the military. I, I called him the, the, I, I called him the, the Soviet ambassador to sports. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's just there saying in Russia, we produce the he, best he's a sports czar. He's a sports czar. Yeah. yeah he's a sports czar. Now, see, this was a little confusing to me because the way that I, I interpreted what happened on the screen, like, Hey, 
it was like pretty much Russia putting out a commercial saying, hey, look what we got. We got Drago. Who's going to fight him? Who wants a piece of this? Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, and Apollo comes up, I want a piece. I got It's got to be me. I got to fight him. Yeah. Like, But it's like, okay. I'm not sure if they they they're just taunting the United States, saying, "Hey, hey, fuck all of you! Look what we got! Yeah, who they, wants a piece? They are. That's what it is. Okay, so it's not like we're uh, we're bringing him here to fight your Rocky. We're bringing him here to fight whoever you got. But eventually, in a press conference, they say we want Rocky Balboa. We want your we want your champion. Right. Yes. But like the original commercial that comes on the screen. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's a huge. It's, yeah. Like fuck you. Yeah. Like, Look what on. we have. Jesus. Very aggressive. <laughs> He's more machine than man. See? See? Again? Maybe Android. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, Apollo's in his pool, and he's watching TV while in the pool, an old-school little mini uh, boob tube, and he sees the potential. He's, he knows that if he can beat Drago, he's back on the map. He's Apollo Creed again. Right. Even though he hasn't fought in, I think they said four or five years? Five years, I think. Yeah. So he has to sit down with Rocky and Adrian saying, I want to fight him. And Adrian's like, I have a bad feeling about this. I wouldn't do it. And he's like, no, you don't understand. You know what it's like. You know what it's like yeah. to not be Apollo Creed anymore. Right. Which I get. I mean, that, that was that was kind of an emotional scene. Yeah. But uh, another uh, a weird thing that uh, I had to come to terms with during mm-hmm. watching this movie, maybe it was because of who else was in the movie and the, the, the skills that were being portrayed. Uh-huh. Stallone is not a bad actor. In, in, this, in this movie, uh-huh. he was the best actor by far out of <laughs> everybody that was on screen. <gasps> which was weird for me. It's kind of like, wow. Because, I mean, the, the lines that Apollo was giving, and, and like I said, it was it's supposed to be emotional, and I get that. Yeah. But I, I didn't I didn't see it from him. To me, it felt like he was just reading his lines, mm-hmm. and that was it. Every time that, that Salona was talking, his, it, the way he's, he's moving, and maybe because he wrote the words, there's more feeling behind it. Uh-huh. It just it came across as like more genuine. And everybody else, Adrian was like kind of robotic, and, and Paulie was like obviously trying to be comedic guy. Mm-hmm. Drago, he's a robot too. I think he only had five or six lines. Right. Yeah. Which I you can recite. You will lose. Yeah. If he dies, he dies. I, I will break you. you. Yeah. I have to beat you. I do. I. Oh, uh, I win it for me. Yeah. And yeah. don't forget the last one. Ah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was weird because, like I said, that 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 moment should have been a lot more heartwarming, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. Every time when 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 Stallone came back at him, it was, it was like responding to his emotional stuff. That was like that. That's when I noticed it. When I saw Apollo give his like dull performance, it, in my opinion, and then Stallone came back and retorted, it was like that's that's how you should uh, take notes. Take notes, Carl Th- Weathers. Take notes from this uh, Stallone guy. Carl Weathers is an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, yes, he's in Happy Go War. That, that was a movie I used to enjoy a lot when I was younger. Watching it again later, not so much. He's died in three movies. Carl Weathers. Right? He's died in. Uh, Happy Gilmore. Okay, he died in uh, Rocky Four. He died in Predator. Predator, right? So he's just like um, Boromir, dude. So yeah, the Sean Bean. He's like oh, yeah. he, he was a Sean Bean of <laughs> the eighties. He's a black Sean Bean. Uh huh. <laughs> when, when was Predator? What year was that? Uh, late eighties. I'd say eighty seven, eighty eight, oh. somewhere around there. Okay, so I was gonna say that he he was doing a much better job of acting in that movie mm-hmm. than he is in this movie. Mm-hmm. So I, I was hoping it was later on that he didn't just regress. Remember in Predator where you f- first see him and Schwarzenegger and he goes, "You son of a bitch!" and it's just their fucking biceps. He, oh my god, <laughs> both so crazy ripped. It was like in covered in oil. It was very weird. Yeah. <laughs> Baby oil, man. Yeah. So. I guess so. He tells him, "Well, I already got the fight set, so whatever, Rock, I'm gonna do it, and it's I need you to train." Just an exhibition, though. It's just an just exhibition. An ex- just an exhibition. How, how do how does that work? Hey, I want to fight you. Oh, uh, sure. And then he just not said, for real. No. Not, yeah, just exactly. an exhibition. Not for real. Which, I have a note fight? about Adam. 
<laughs> about he, the term. He had, he had his agent called the sports czar instead of <laughs> the, the Russian sports czar. Yeah, I control all sports <laughs> in Mother Russia. If the NHL All Stars want to play my Soviet Russian team, you have to call me the sports czar. They have a uh, video of him in his training facility, or it's not a training facility in Russia because we see that later on. But yeah. he's in America, and he goes. The sports are. It goes. He is so powerful. Look what he can do. And they say that the average heavyweight hits at eight hundred pounds per square inch. Right. And there's a machine. And when he hits, he registers at eighteen fifty. Yeah. That's almost three times. So his three hits are equal to one of Rocky's hits. Is what they're saying. Okay. Maestro, you're a fighter. Yeah. Eight hundred fifty pounds per square inch mm-hmm. from a boxer with a padded glove to a head. Does that mm-hmm. sound about right? Um. Uh, per square inch, Jesus Christ! Well, it, it, it can it can change. I mean, like it also based upon the stationary, are they are they winding up? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. He's going. He's not in the moment of fighting, so he's not constantly ducking or diving. He's just yeah. one boom. Oh, understandable. I'm just saying that, that just because uh, there there's a lot of things that have to come into play. To yeah, see the actual poundage, man. I mean, like for instance, like football, 35 miles an hour every hit. You know, come on. Yeah, it, it's it depends, man. Okay. Because uh, my whole thing with this movie is it's established that Drago can hit three times harder than Rocky, but Rocky doesn't play defense in the main fight, and he just gets wailed on. He should be dead by round three. Absolutely. Absolutely. But that's because Drago, he's not just winding up, boom. Like, he's actually in motion. So if you drop that down a little, it might be 1,200 pounds per square inch. It's just too high of a number. Yeah. Make it somewhat realistic. Like, he hits 900 pounds per square inch. Right. So, you see, something with the, like we can calculate. Because based on that math, <laughs> holy Christ, man. One hit, you're dead. Because later, later in the movie, during one of the training montages, he's sparring with a guy, and he's just knocking him the fuck out, and he's wearing all this pad and stuff. Right. And by the way, that 1850 gets up to, like, 3,000 or something crazy <laughs> it's, later on. It's 2,200. Like, what in the... That That's unrealistic. Yeah. So, so now... <laughs> now, now we're four times of a regular punch and getting punched repeatedly. Uh-huh. No way. Mm-hmm. I think the average punch is it, it ranges. Like I said, it's from like think about five hundred mm-hmm. to close to a, th- a little bit over a thousand. Because this, uh, well, they said heavyweight, so heavyweights yeah, no, heavy, are yeah, heavy bigger and stronger. Okay, okay, that's okay. heavyweights. Yeah, just making sure. So in actuality, I mean, it's really close to the average, um, given that it's like a whole five hundred pounds difference. But yeah, okay. Uh, the fight's all set up. It's ready to go. And they have the press conference scene. Adam? I'm, uh, yeah, this, this is where there's the shit talking back and forth. Carl Weather, uh, Apollo's getting a little... He's trying to be cute. He's trying to be cute at first. He's like, oh, I'm going to mop the floor with this chump, huh? And, he, and, and Drago's just staring straight, no emotion. Yeah, he's being, he's being, he's being playful. Uh-huh. And then uh, I think the the, the sports, the sports star. star comes back and is like, "Well, we're gonna your 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 has been or something." And he's like, "What?" And then he gets all and then he gets all defensive and he starts getting more aggressive. He's like, that, and "That's what I was like. This this is not a good look for you, Apollo man. You are a has been. We want your champion, Rocky Balboa. This is an old man who yeah. cannot fight anymore. <laughs> we want your champion, Rocky Balboa, not this has been." And they go, "Has been. Listen here, fella." And he yeah. gets at his face, and you find out that it was all one big ploy. Because yeah. they got to separate uh, Drago and Apollo, and he goes, "How was that, Rock? Did yeah. I rile him up?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was still it, it was it was staged, but mm-hmm. I mean, then right after this, they, uh, or not right after this, but soon after this, they they get back into the the room, like it's like right before the fight now. Yeah. And uh, Apollo's talking to, or Stallone's trying to talk to. God damn it! Rocky's talking <laughs> to Apollo. Yeah, Rocky's trying- <laughs> <laughs> I just like he's never been Rocky to me, so I can't. Oh, it's, okay. it's, not, yeah, yeah. it's not a thing in my head. Would it be Rambo talks to? 
He's not even. No? I don't know. He's just alone. He's, he's, he's just alone. He's okay. one of those guys, like Schwarzenegger. He's Schwarzenegger. He's not. Tango like, talks to. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, I, got, I got nothing. <laughs> what, what would he be to me? I don't even know what he would be. What? Stallone doesn't have like a role that I associate him with. He's just Stallone. Well, he's got that slur, right? Yeah. No, he's saying like he call he would call Bruce Willis John McClane. Okay. But, yeah. Because that's the no role he knows him best for. I call him Tango. Okay. That's so crazy. <laughs> well, because it's kind of it's kind of fun that movie. Nah, he's, just, he's just alone. So Schwarzenegger, same thing. He's, he's Schwarzenegger. I mean, he maybe maybe Terminator is the closest thing mm-hmm. to to that, but Stallone doesn't have one for me. Well, for me, it's either Barney. Um, Barney. Yeah, Barney from The Expendables. Oh, okay. Yeah, or um, Rocky from his his prime, and then in between would be Tango. Or stop or my mom will shoot. No, never. I forgot never. his name in there. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of it. Too. Yeah. Damn it. So I remember it's uh, Estelle. Yeah, it's Estelle the, Getty's yeah, the mom. Yeah. 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 The, the reason why I'm saying this is because, <laughs> like, you know how Stallone has like different the way he looks overall over time. That's why I gauge it from that from his what his prime movies that he was really big in. At the, the, cl- the closest thing, my first experience with Stallone was Cliffhanger. Really? Oh, nice. Yeah. I like that one. Ooh, that might be coming soon. I, I, yeah, that was that was a fun one. Yep, I like that uh, with Lithgow. I as love the, Lithgow. Oh, dude, if you were to remake that movie, you know who the Lithgow character would be, right? Oh, Hannibal. Hannibal. Yeah, Mads Mikkelsen. Oh man. Ah, oh, okay. Back to this movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's in. He's in uh, Apollo's or Rocky's basement, and they're yeah. they're watching the fight footage from their first fight. Yeah, and, go- and he's telling them, you know, Rock, you're the man up top. I need this. And he goes, yo, yo, Paul, you don't need to fight him, man. He's yeah. like a machine. He's like, what do you mean I don't have to fight him? This is us versus them. Uh-huh. This, this is the first thing I thought. I was like, wow, that's racist. It's, it's, <laughs> it's kind of like United States versus Russia. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm, I'm not a history major, so I don't know what the climate was back then. We talked about it briefly before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, we are in bad standing at the time with the Russians. Well, what I, what I told you was we are in the Cold War. But it's not like like everyone in this movie hates like Soviets. Go fuck it all. Yeah. Go all oh, Soviets. Oh. At this point in the eighties, like people kind of were like, ah, well, we kind of know the Cold War is coming to an end, so whatever. But they make it seem like in this movie, like 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 Soviets are like are like fucking child molesters. Yeah, mixed with the terrorists. Mixed, we're yeah, to take mixed them with out. like terrorists. Mixed with like this. They're gonna get the fuck out of America. Yeah, it was, it was very it was very weird. I, I, yeah. I felt with a lot of racial undertones between. American versus the Russians. And it was like, that seems weird. Well, yeah, it's the Cold War, but it's not as insane as like, like Muslim extremism, extremism is now. Right. Yeah. Like, that's the same thing, like, that they're portraying right. here. Exactly. You fucking commie. Yeah. It was very weird. It was, it was, it was off putting to me. Yeah. It's like, that, that's not necessary. Just make it a fight. A fight's, a, a fight's about the fight. It's not about America versus Russia. Well, I, I know it's true, but it's also about getting into a person's head, too. I mean, you get into a person's head and make them think a different way than they're used to, that can affect the way they fight as well. Because that's Apollo's game from Rocky. Well, you don't remember. In Rocky 1, he fights uh, Rocky in Philadelphia. And Rocky, uh, no. Apollo Creed comes down the aisle dressed like George Washington. Oh boy! Yeah, like he's just he does mind games. Like in okay. part two, he goes to the ring and he fights him in 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 his red, white, and blue trunks with the top hat, like the Uncle Sam top hat. Okay, like, that's just Apollo's style. Right. That's, that's what he did in this one too for the exhibition. Yeah, keeping his Uncle Sam. I want you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're well, we're here. We're, yeah, we're in that seat. It's the exhibition match in Vegas. This was ridiculous. Okay, Adam. This is this room. Okay, most boxing matches. The well-known ones, 
like the big super card fights, they take place in in Vegas, like MGM, in an arena. Yeah, an arena has a boxing ring in the middle of the ring. Yes, in this room, oh, it's like a it's like a play. It's at the very end. So everyone, oh, is it? I didn't notice that. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so it's like it's a stage. It, it's a stage on right. a play. So usually, you, and the boxing ring comes up from the floor. Yes. What the hell? Hold on. So so the so the so the reason you have a boxing ring or a football field or a basketball field in the middle of arena, it's so people can see from all sides. Right. By you putting it at the end on a stage, you're only seeing half the half of it. Right. Holy <laughs> Christ! And this is an exhibition. <laughs> yes. This isn't even a real like fight. It's not. It's not. What the James Brown is singing? Oh, yeah, so Apollo's like in a in a hallway, and there's like all the casino security guards watching him, and the sports czar and uh, Bridget Nielsen are like, "All right, we'll see you up there." And then an elevator takes him up, and then you hear "Wow!" And then it's the James Brown. It's all the flashy shit. Yeah, and Drago's just looking around like, "Oh, what the fuck's happening?" And then Apollo comes down, and there's a golden bull behind him. I don't get the significance of the bull. Uh, I don't know, raging bull. I don't know. And he's wearing the top hat and the, I want you. And yeah. he has a big grin on his face. And James Brown's doing the living in America. And you have all the singers who are wearing like yeah. red, white, and blue. Oh, I think I know what the Golden Bull was. I think huh. it's basically because he's like a, a something that you're supposed to. Remember like in like the the Bible, it was talking about like uh, the Golden Bull being some sort of like uh, idol. idol. Oh, the Golden Calf. Yeah, Golden Calf. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Or maybe it's because is this, he's Philadelphia or New York. What is he? Apollo? He's yeah. from LA. He's from LA. LA. Because no, I Wall know, Street. Because I know I know in East Coast there's this giant like uh Yeah, it's a Wall Street. Yeah, it's a Wall, Wall Street. Street. Okay. The bull, the bull market. Yeah. There's a bear market and a bull market. Okay. So I don't get the significance of the bull. Doesn't anyway, matter. it doesn't fucking matter. It really doesn't. And I'm I, I'm just shocked that all this is happening for an <laughs> exhibition fight. Yes. And and Adam I get why people hate America now. Yeah, yes, After absolutely. Yes. All showy. We are the worst. Yeah. We're the best. Woo woo. Good God. By the way, I, uh, this was a very nitpicky thing for me to, to complain uh, about. Uh-oh. But James Brown was singing off mic quite a bit. Oh, yeah. He was way, he was way too far away from the mic stand. But to it's be still heard picking up the same sound yeah. <laughs> through the arena. It's like, what? That's, that's, just, that's, just, bad. that's just bad shooting. Uh-huh. But I'm, I'm kind of like an audiophile that way where I, I, I get bothered by weird things. Uh-huh. Like, no. I, 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 went, uh, I, I went to this one place to, do a, to guess the trivia hosting thing. And they didn't have this, this mic sock. The, this, I had this fuzzy thing on the end of the mic. Mm-hmm. And... As word does it makes the, the the S's and the P's softer. So if you have if you don't have this mic sock on there, the P's come out really like it, it like it like yeah. to me it feels like it's punching you in the face. Uh-huh. And they didn't have it on there, and I, I felt very self conscious about it. Nobody else really cares, but I, I just I'm, I'm so tuned into the audio portion because I've been doing this podcast for six years and doing been involved mm-hmm. with the audio part of it that I'm very sensitive to that kind of stuff. So it sounds like a Apollo Creed, right? Like that right, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It just comes out of Apollo Creed because it softens. But yeah. yeah, he was way too far away from the mic. That's the point. Okay. <laughs> and then Bridget Nielsen goes to Mrs. Creed and is like, I just want you to know they're just fighters. They're not soldiers. I hope we can become friends after this. Yeah. That's and a then, little weird. And then Mrs. Creed is like, um, okay, bitch, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she walks away. And then um, they're introducing him like uh, the th- – the, well, um, the, oh, yeah. the chairman of the of the of the punching board or something. Yeah. He gives like ten nicknames and, and the master <laughs> of disaster. Yes. Yeah. Rocky's like, hey, how many nicknames do you have? And he goes, Hold on, Rock. And then he goes, Apollo Creed. And they're like, Woo. And then they when they introduce Drago, it's just bah! Yeah. Everyone's booing him like crazy. <laughs> uh-huh. Which it seems a little weird. There's no Russians in LA. Is there nobody on his side? <laughs> well, this one's in Vegas, but oh, okay. I get what you mean. Whatever. Yeah. It was very one-sided. They, 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 
uh, I told you off air. There's a podcast I listen to in New Jersey. It's called yep. Mass Movie Site, and they reviewed this movie, and they and they brought this up saying they don't understand why 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 do they treat Drago like he's like the like the worst villain in the world? He's just a guy from Russia saying, "Hey, I'm a good fighter. I want to play your best fighter." Right, but they treat him like you're a fucking Darth Vader. Get the fuck out yeah, of here! Yeah, they're very angry. I feel like this is based upon like the Cold War because it's still going on at the time. Yeah. I think that's everything that's been going on during the war has has leaked out until the rest of the community, and that's what they're focusing on. Since now they have uh, a Russian uh, person to put a face to, besides like whatever pay, uh, posters they have. I, I guess, there. but yeah, that, that sentiment sense. wasn't like extreme in the eighties. It wasn't like in the fifties and the sixties. It, it could also be the shit talking that was given back to Apollo Creed, maybe. Like we're gonna beat you, you're you're awful, and so maybe they're just so on Apollo Creed's side that that makes them super anti Drago. I f- I feel like even though like they have uh, it's very different from the fifties and the when the World War One and World War Two were, they st- they turned television into this big form of uh, let's say for smear campaigns for anything like that. They use it like televised that kind of stuff, and that's what gets to the public's eyes more than anything else now. Mm-hmm. So I think that's exactly what the what. What you're seeing is how people reacted to people back then as well. All right. But <laughs> no more than five minutes later, once Apollo Creed's getting the snot beat out of him, everyone starts chanting Drago's name. Mm-hmm. Which is unusual. That 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 was very confusing to me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, nobody uh for, for these are professional boxers, supposedly. Yeah. One's an amateur. Okay. Nobody knows how to block. There's no blocking no, happening. In the Rocky universe. Actually, Apollo does know how to block. He teaches it to Rocky to beat Clubber Lang. Okay, then it's he, just, then he it's just I, yeah, I think he somehow forgot in five years. Even Drago's not, not blocking. Nobody's blocking. They're just, they're just taking these shots to the face. Like, mm-hmm. what? This is, this is not... Well, when the fight starts, <laughs> Apollo's just circling Drago. Drago's not doing anything. And I was telling you off mic, I love like, the head bobs that Drago's <laughs> doing. He's like, he's like, <gasps> like, he's like taunting Apollo. And then he just wails, boom, 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 boom. And that first round, he fucks up Apollo. Like, wow, like embarrassing. Like, uh, this is not, not going to go well. It, like, his nose is already bleeding. And they're in the corner, and Rocky's like, I got to stop this fight, Apollo. And he goes, whatever you do, don't stop the fight. Don't stop the fight, goddammit. Don't stop the fight. He tells him like two, three times, don't stop this fight. I'm walking out of here. I'm going to get him in round two. Don't you worry. And then fucking gets yeah. the shit kicked out of him, dude. Yeah. So much so that he dies. <laughs> yeah. Well, he gets a straight punch to the, to the temple. temple. Yeah. Holy Christ. Well, remember, this guy can punch... 1850 pounds per square inch. Which is unrealistic. Very unrealistic. Well, he's, he's, a, he's a big dude. Uh, well, I found out that the maximum for a heavyweight puncher would be about 1,500. Okay. And that was an outlier from the average, which means only one person. Which means if Drago were existing, that would be his availability. Yeah, because he's the outlier. Because he's, he's perfect. Yeah, the, the, the thing, too, about Drago, though, is he's like, what, like six foot? That's irrelevant. 15 or something crazy. Yeah. And he's, no, he's, he's got a long reach, so there's more more uh yeah ramping up you have room. to get closer to him to hit him right where but the he, reach becomes an advantage for drago right but but also he, like the, the the what am i trying to say the, the 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 force that he can build up because of his long punch maybe cuts down is, on the speed or increases his strength <laughs> i don't know i'm not a botanist <laughs> there we go with you're that not word a, again you're not a personal trainer yeah you don't have I'm any science kines- degrees geologist <laughs> Kinesthesiologist? 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 Well, well, Rocky has a chance to stop the fight. He has the he has the 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 towel in his hand, and Duke's like Duke is Apollo's trainer. Yeah, Duke goes, "Stop the fight! Throw the towel!" Even stop the wife the fight. is yelling. Yeah, 
Even she's yelling, stop the fight. Everybody's like, Drago, Drago, yeah. Drago. And then he gets the hit and he dies. Why are they chanting Drago? That's, <laughs> what, they, they want to see the guy die? See, that doesn't make sense to me. It's so confusing. Well, it's, I, I guess they're trying to go up against mob mentality, you know? They, they want to see a fight so bad. They, they don't care who's winning. They just want somebody to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, mob, that's wow. Yeah. That, yeah. They'll just follow along. Yeah. Apollo dies. There's no EMTs or doctors anywhere to be found. There's more reporters than anything else. So it's reporters storm the yeah. storm the stage. Which well, it's, it's already an exhibition, guys. And and they're and they're and they're like, Rocky, what does it feel like to hold dro- uh, Apollo as he's dying in your arms? Because <laughs> in Creed, I know I keep going back to Creed because Creed fucking rocks. In Creed, uh, Adonis Creed, his right eye is almost shut completely. So the the ringside doctor has to walk in and then be like, all right, all right, let me examine you. There's no fucking doctor in this world or EMTs or nothing. It looks like all the reporters kind of like blocked them out and possibly killed Apollo for it. It's, it's a bigger story if he dies. <laughs> Let's just be honest. And they're interviewing Drago and he <laughs> says, if he dies, he dies. Jesus Christ. I remember that part. Mm. That's what yeah, I remember that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so right there, you're like robot. He only, that's how he, if he dies. He dies. If he oh, dies, okay. yeah, yeah. he dies. Yeah, see, more, more, everything he does is robotic. Also, Duke yells, uh, I forgot to mention, after the first round, after Apollo gets the shit kicked out of him the first round, Duke is yelling at the training staff of the Russians, it's supposed to be an exhibition match! It's a boxing match, you're supposed yeah. to fight. What the fuck are you supposed to do? When the Lakers have a preseason game, an exhibition match against the fucking Celtics, you're going to play them as hard as you can. But aren't they also doing like crazy uh, alley-oops? And no, it's the shots? All-Star game. Oh, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought the exhibition match was just a premonition of things to come, really. Yeah. So the idea about them going all out. To me, exhibition is practice in real life. That's what it is. Like yeah. when, I used to, when I used to be in football, the, the exhibition games or soccer, the exhibition games are like they don't count for anything, but we're going to, this is us. We're going to play as hard as we can. Yeah. It's, it's, exactly. It's not, it's not a half speed thing. Yeah. No, this is, we're, we're trying to prove how good or bad we are, what we need to fix. Mm-hmm. So everything we know is, is coming out. Also, one of the rules in boxing, re- exhibition or not, the ref can stop the fight at any time if he sees that um, the fighter who's getting his ass kicked is pretty much going limp and can't yeah. defend himself. So even before the the, the death punch, oh yeah, he, he would he would have stopped. He would have stopped. He the tried fucking, to. He yeah. tried to. Yeah, yeah that should have been a DQ. Yeah, the ref got punched out. There was no. He didn't punch him out. He just shoved him to the side. Uh, whatever. He, he 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 did something you can't do to a ref. Yes. Uh, there, there's also a lot of hitting after the bell, which was never really. Uh-huh. Uh, frowned upon. There was no finger waving of "Hey, you know the rules, guys." That's a point deduction, I think. Yes, yeah, but I don't think it really mattered. Really <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. So, Adam, would this movie take place in your world? No, right? No, this is crazy. This is cartoony. It, okay. it's, it's it's over. It's over the top. Well, first of all, that's the robot already 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 killed it. Still, yeah. <laughs> At, this, at least they're going on with the, with the whole "this is fake" premise. They keep going on like, all right, yeah. We already we already put into precedence that this is stupid and not real. So let's just keep going with it. Mm-hmm. They did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky's so mad that Apollo uh, is dead that he wants to fight Drago, but the boxing commission says you're not allowed to fight him because he's a murderer. Oh, that's Drago's new nickname. He's a murderer. Yeah. The murderer Drago. It's a pretty good nickname. Yeah. <laughs> as, as, as far as the boxing world goes, or wrestling, any, any kind of fighting realm, to be known as the murderer, that's yeah, it's pretty good. Uh-huh. Pretty good. I would agree to that. So they said if you try to fight Drago, you're going to be stripped of your heavyweight championship. So he just gives it up. He puts his championship belt in Apollo's grave Yeah, when they're lowering the, yeah. the casket in the grave. 
So there's a big press conference, and it's uh, dry. By the way, hold on. The, yeah. That, that belt looked really cheesy. Yeah. It, it looked like the fucking heavyweight belt from, like, the Great Depression. It, it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like something that you would give away in, in Happy Meals mm-hmm. at, at, like, at Burger King. Everyone well, gets their own belt. Well, isn't it the belts what they um, copied it at? What? I'm sorry. Uh, isn't it... Uh, isn't those Happy Meal belts the what you see there? Isn't the, aren't they copied from the real thing? Oh, I guess. I guess well, all right, decent point. But this one looks no. Cheaper. But he's saying that it it looks it doesn't look like a real belt. It looks like a like a uh, like something from a Happy Meal toy. It's, it look, looks like a cheap knockoff of what a belt should look like. Yeah. Have you That's seen the Happy means. Meal toys in the past? Yeah. Well, not in '85. It, 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 it looked like thing. the kind of belt you would get at at the uh, the Halloween shop if you were no. dressing up as a wrestler I don't know. I or don't something. Know. Yeah, I mean, they had porcelain looking pieces of each individual character. Kind of weird the... frilly stuff coming off the side. The red, white, and blue. That was like really. Oh, come on. I don't. I, I don't know. What... I wouldn't know. Again, another weird thing to pick on, but still, mm-hmm. something that I noticed. So now we got the press conference for announcing the big fight. It's going to be on Christmas Day, which is why this is a Christmas movie. Yeah. Christmas Day in Soviet Union. They want to know why it's in Soviet Union. And Bridget Nielsen spins this whole bullshit story. <gasps> me me and my husband are scared for our life here in America. We want to be somewhere where we are safe. <laughs> and then all the press is, Boo! Yeah. So you loved him when he was killing Apollo. Exactly. But now when they're like, well, I think you guys are dicks to us. So we want to go back home where we're safe. A legitimate concern. They're like, yeah, it makes sense. I bought that when she said that. Like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, they, they, you, you should be assassinated. <laughs> all, the, all the people that were like all loved Apollo, you killed him. We're, we're taking you down. Mm-hmm. You're not going to fight Rocky. You're not going to fight anybody. And you find out that Rocky's making zero dollars on this fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I'm sure Rocky has an agent. No. I'm sure his handlers are like, what the, the fuck are you doing? His zero dollars? His name's Polly. He's got more money than God right now. He bought a crazy robot for Christ's sake. He doesn't, doesn't, he doesn't need the money. But but I, I don't remember what happened in the press conference. But I have in my notes that the, the undertones of racism are now in the forefront. So, so something was, I don't remember oh, exactly what they happened. They called him like a commie killer, like all this. Like, I, I guess. Shit. I, yeah. I just I remember thinking, all right, we're not we're not being subtle about this racism anymore. It's the Russians are evil, and the Russians think we're evil, and it's just a lot of back and forth. That again. I, it's not either. race. It's xenophobia. Scared of foreigners. It's, it's not necessarily a race. Oh, okay. Yeah. Eh. Doesn't matter. Anyway, Rocky's not making any money off this fight. That, that's that's ridiculous, dude. Yeah. No I'm, way. No. Absolutely crazy. The the idea is okay. Here's how I see it. If I'm a if I'm a boxer, there's a chance I can get fucked up in my next fight, brain damage. Yeah. So every fight, I want to make money just in case. God oh, forbid that thing happens. I just saw this guy. You just saw your best friend die. I just saw this guy get squished into goo <laughs> by this maybe robot in Adam's eyes. Right. So I want to make as fucking much money as I possibly can. Absolutely. So this is a non-sanctioned fight because he's not he's not going in as a champ. He's not representing the WBC or the WBA, whatever association he's tied to. Right. But by the way, as as a husband and as a father, this is this is horribly irresponsible. Uh huh. He's he's leaving he's leaving his country he's leaving his wife and his kid behind to go fight somebody that literally just killed somebody. Mm-hmm. You're not even getting paid for it, so you're being, you're being a bad provider and and, and you, know, you don't give a shit about your kids. We, revenge for your friend is more important than your having your your kid having a father and your your wife having a husband. Mm-hmm. That's just stupid. 
It's not a good guy. This this is a, he's supposed to be an upstanding citizen, like this role model type of person. That's not somebody you want to take after. Yeah, abandoning your wife and kid for revenge. Come on. <laughs> you know what scene I I thought I think is really even as a kid I, I I guess I had my spoiler vision on early when I was a kid when I used to watch this movie when I was like eight or nine. The press is, I guess, uh, Adrian doesn't know that he he's announcing to the world that he's gonna oh yeah, fight, <laughs> he's gonna fight Drago in Russia. I guess he never told her. So she rolls up into the estate, and the press is there. They're like, "Oh, Ms. Balboa, what do you think about him fighting Drago in Russia?" She's like, "Huh?" And then she goes in the house, and the press are like, "Ms. Balboa, Ms. Balboa." And then there's a time shift because now it's night. Mm-hmm. The press aren't there, and Rocky Balboa rolls in, and I'm like, as a kid, I was like, "Why aren't the press there? Aren't they? Oh yeah, why, yeah. why aren't they there to meet Rocky? They should be staking out the whole house." Yeah. They, that's a pretty so big story. they wanted to just interview Adrian and not fucking Rocky. I know it's a stupid little. No, this, this, scene. this is this is the TMZ of the day. Yeah, eighty five. I know, but it's just like, why weren't they waiting for yeah, Rocky? That's dumb. Of all the people, <laughs> so he tells her, "I got to go." She's not going with him. It's just Duke, Polly, and Rocky, and they're flying out to Russia. I'd be fucking scared to death in the middle of the Cold War to go to Russia. Yeah, to fight this guy on his home turf. If I w- let's say let's if you win this fight, there's a chance you could be fucking shot. Oh, absolutely. For, for what about Rocky's safety? Exactly. Forget Drago being safe. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> neutral, neutral ground somewhere then. Yeah. Not not <laughs> Europe. Right, yeah, somewhere in Europe. Europe. In London. I mean, I feel like that that's that'd be a okay place. Speaking of London, in Creed, that's where the main fight is. At oh, all right. Oh, time back to Look Creed. That. Uh, we get our first montage yeah, we do. <laughs> of uh, four montages like by my count. I might be wrong. Is that right? Jesus. Uh, before he leaves, Rocky's driving through L.A. in his car. And oh, actually, this might be the second montage. What, what was the first one? The, the Apollo fight. Oh. Wasn't there... Would uh, you, oh, would you consider the James Brown sequence a montage? Oh, wait. No, no, no. I, don't know. I was thinking, I was thinking the so. rounds. No. Oh, the, actually... No, that's uh, not a montage. That's right. So our first montage is he's driving through L.A. thinking of Drago. With the song "No e- No Easy Way Out" playing in the background, it's, I, it's a flashback montage. Yeah, yeah, he flashes back to all the first three movies, yeah. and then the Drago Apollo fight. I really hate this montage. I I could have done without it. Yeah, no, it didn't need to be there. Well, I think it needed to be there because th- with the way Rocky was acting, I think someone needed to express how he was feeling inside of his head because obviously when he was actually talking and he was like talking to his family, the people on the press, there was no anger. There was just I'm doing this because I have to, or this. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Well, I feel like I know where his, his head is at. If he's abandoning his kid and his wife to yeah. go to Russia, yeah, if you can feel that, but can you see him do that? You know, he is leaving his wife and kid just because, for revenge because of his actions. But what about his feelings? You don't see anything from that. All you see is what he's how he's acting from an outside point of view. That's all you see. You don't see any emotion, really. Well, eh. It's, I mean, it's, no. even when he's actually leaving the house with for saying goodbye to his kid, does it look like he's a, uh, in a, a, a broken state? He's like focused on anything? No, he, exactly. It doesn't look like he's he's just like all right, I'll see you later. Like I'm exactly. coming, like, coming back for sure. You might die. <laughs> I'm I'm good. Don't worry about it. that's just a joke. Right. Um, would you consider this a montage when they fly into Russia and uh, Burning Heart is playing in the background in the Burning Heart? Dun, 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 dun. When he gets off the plane, yeah, I'd, and I'd say his, so. His uh, his drivers there and his chaperones follow him. Would you consider that a montage? No, right? It's just a musical sequence. Mm, Probably yeah, yeah, not a montage. I don't think. Okay, fine. Then there's three montages in All the right. movie. <laughs> yeah, he, he gets there. He's greeted by his, his bodyguards. That uh, these guys are gonna follow you all the time. Not sure why. Uh, and uh, he, what? he he requests. Why? A cabin in the middle of the woods, so he can just train without any distractions. Right. Uh, 
I don't I don't get I don't get it. It seems like it seems like a really bad move. Why? For assassination? What? No no, because well, the, the next montage is the training montage where it shows him uh, lugging timber around while Drago's in a state of the art facility mm-hmm. training like like a like a beast. He's in he's going beast mode. Uh, as much as I hate that term, that's what's happening. <laughs> yes. While while Rocky's over there, he's like he's pushing logs around and and whatnot. And he's moving rocks. Well, yeah. The way I see it is when Rocky was going through his um, amateur stages to actual professional boxing, what he did was he just worked with what he had. The main priority for him was to be left alone. The only person he had was his trainer. That was it. Because in the first Rocky, there's a training montage where you see Rocky just training with old man Mickey, and they're like in, in a like a really shitty stuff. old gym okay. just training on like old gear meanwhile they cut to apollo who's in his la facility just like bo, 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 bo. Like he's got the best trainers all around him so it's it, go, it, it goes back to that. It's, it's supposed to show that rock that rocky Balboa is training naturally but drago it, it's showing that he doesn't need all this fancy equipment or steroids oh by the way stallone writes this movie yeah right and he's fucking talking he's like oh this guy's on fucking steroids Stallone was on steroids during this era, by the way. I don't okay. know if you know this. Okay. He was a fucking ro- he was as roided out Is that right? as fucking <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. So calm the fuck down, Stallone. All right. Anyway, it's supposed to show you that he's he's training naturally while this guy's training unnaturally. He doesn't need high tech gear to to See, train. The, the- and this is also the first time I've seen um, uh, Sylvester Stallone in a full beard. I like that, by the way. Yeah, I, think, good I, was, him, yeah. I, I like him in beard. That was a good look. But I, I I just like Fajardo in general. But anyway, what the message so? the me- <laughs> the message I get from this is not he's training naturally versus him training professionally. I'm what the message I get is training doesn't matter. What you have to what you have to want it. Oh, <laughs> you're going back to over the yes, top. This, oh, this, love- this is the same over the top <laughs> bullshit message because he, he's not training as hard and as good as as as. The guy that's already killed your friend and punches like the strength of three people. He, you're not training as good as he is, but you're still gonna win. Because why? Because he, he wants it. He's he's doing this for a purpose. He's like, I want my revenge. I'm gonna get my revenge, and nothing's gonna come my way, no matter how well you train, how many drugs you're taking. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it my 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 very toned down simple way, and it's gonna be enough. Why? Because I want it. Put your hat on backwards too. Yeah, it might as well have. <laughs> it's a stupid message. <laughs> this is not a good message. If, if, if people can't, should not look up to Rocky, if, if this is the Rocky that's being portrayed in all the other Rocky movies. He's not a good role model. He's not training the, as the way that you should, the best that you can to get the best that you are. You just whatever, just do it your way, and you'll be fine. That's not a good message. Just want it? Yeah, just just want it. You want it? Do it however you think you need to do it. Not 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 the best way possible. <laughs> just do however you think is right, and you'll be fine. Okay, real quick. You, he said he wants to go to Russia to train because he wants he doesn't want any distractions. Do you think if he trained in L.A. on the estate, don't you think he'd have the same type type of like gear like Drago? He'd have better gear. He'd have better gear, yes, but he's also um, going. But he to be- wants to go to Russia to prove that he doesn't need all this shit. No, I no? don't. I don't think so. No, I don't think he's going there just to prove anything. Well, he wants to be away, but I think the training, his actual training, that old school training. I think he he's doing that to show that you know there's, I don't need to train. Yeah, the training doesn't matter. It's what, no, well, there's, no, there's another thing where he was <laughs> dealing with um, 
when he was actually in the cabin, you see how he's training in the higher like al- altitude, and you see uh, Dolph Lundgren. He's got the a mask, and while he's running at one point, that's connected to a breather yeah. apparatus that uh, does the that exact simulates same thing. It uh, uh, low, low altitude, yeah, right? Low, high altitude, or high altitude. Yeah. Sorry. So it makes it harder to breathe. So you develop more. Um, was it red blood cells? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and in Creed. He trains with that same mask. Okay, go on. Sorry. Right. Uh, newsflash. <laughs> we have mountains in the United States as well. You want high altitude training? Go to Colorado or, or, or whatever. Why do you have to go all the way to Russia to do this? Because he had to go to – because they wouldn't fight him in America. Yeah, remember? No, you could train here and then take a flight. The whole point about it is the training up, at the, up to the end before the fight. Okay, what? A 10-hour break is going to ruin your entire training? You never know. Let's say No, it, no. You know why? Jet well, lag. Because he no. wants it. Jet, jet lag. Well, it, doesn't he only climb the mountain uh, after he escapes his his uh, bodyguards? Or yeah, I don't know why he escapes bodyguards. <laughs> it's like he's not doing some sort of secret I training th- regiment. I think he thinks that they're they're feeding info to to the the czar of sports. What that he's training? No shit, he's training. No, like what what is he doing? Like I think they're telling the czar like, hey, he's getting re- he's getting stronger. He's he's moving faster. Just a heads up. They're also okay, also well, so they, is he though he's also <laughs> drugging up and punching well, harder. If you look at the montage, if you look at what Stallone's doing in the raw form, then you see what Dolph Lundgren's doing the right way. Yeah, no, just a different way, a more a more efficient way. No, mm-hmm. I I think so. No, I mean, well, let's think about it this way: you use the machines, whereas you look, uh, you work with like free weights and stuff like that. It's completely different. Like, uh, there's isolation techniques that you get for certain muscles. That when you use actual machines, that which you don't get any like what balancing muscles that you work with. Yeah, that's as well. true because uh, at my boot camp, it's all it's all like calisthenic, using your own body weight, like right. like uh, resistant bands and stuff, and they teach you like balance. Whereas if I were to like lift, do curls in a gym, I don't get the same type of like balance or core strength because those machines. What they do is they isolate your certain muscle char- characteristics, not muscle 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 uh, muscles itself, so you only use certain things. Like for instance, that sliding machine where you we did mountain climbers on the Adolph Lundgren did. Yeah, it isolates certain muscles. Whereas when um, Stallone was j- running up the mountain or climbing up the mountain, he was using all of his, his full muscle. Body. Yeah, his full yeah. body. So there's muscles that <laughs> Stallone was using that Adolph wasn't. I don't buy it. I, I don't buy it because the, the, the machines that they have in gyms are made to sculpt. Yeah, or to to, to achieve certain results. Sculpt. Whatever, whatever it is, I'm sure they have machines that are meant to train more muscles than one. It's called free weights. Fine. So the, the training that you're doing can be replicated in the gym. I don't know why I have to be outdoors to do this. It's, use a different machine. Use a different type of workout. They, they, okay. they, like you can't do kinesthetics in a gym. Okay, okay, hold on. Let me it, this for this part of the movie. Balance on the fucking beam over there, whatever. Well, hold on, and, and hold on, while hold you're on. doing shit. What I'm trying to say is, for this part of the movie, it makes sense why he's the where he's at. Because first off, if he does travel from L.A. or wherever he's at the point to Russia, there's a point of jet lag. There's a point where there might be some issues with the cold that he's not used to because it is different temperatures. It is different climate. That, that I agree with. In different time zones. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's the reason why – I would say the reason why he's over there. Not to mention the reason why they – because he had to fight them there only. Yeah. The, the, the only thing that makes sense about that argument is the jet lag factor. Okay. Let's, let's go from there. And the next part about it is this. Um, he had all of his main maintenance for working. Uh, let's say if he was still in L.A. or in New York or Chicago wherever or Philadelphia where he's supposed to be, yep. there are people that know him. There are people that are going to try and 
uh, talk to him. He needed. That's what I'm saying. We have mountains here too, though. Go to the mountains. Yeah, you could go find to the, the same remote destination, but fucking a mile high sky sky mountain over here in uh, Philadelphia. Oh, well, here in in the L.A. area, there's a there's mountains, Mount Baldy, Arrowhead, whatever. Mm-hmm. You can you can get seclusion. If, yeah. if you want seclusion, you can get seclusion here. Yeah, but like, what about the the weather temperatures as You're well? You're fighting indoors. You're fighting indoors. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the the, the the temperature over there doesn't matter. You're indoors. How does that affect anything? It affect it affects basically um, the, on the ride there, getting out of the car and walking into the building. You can, yeah. That that can't the can't. <laughs> There's no warm up, dude. Christ. All right. And think that part, and then also what he was talking about. Um, the way he was training compared to what Dolph Lundgren was doing, it's not very different from what they were doing. They're basically the same thing. Yeah, that's my point. The, except, why, the why, a, why? except certain, <laughs> except certain aspects, because you're also not taking into context the mind of the fighter as well. People uh, take because one wants it more. No, right. not, not because Plus they just want, download information they because, want Drago to want later. Not, not <laughs> because what he wants it. <laughs> like for instance, like you say, you take a look at um. A prize fighter, you see what makes him what how he's comfortable in his training. You look at another prize fighter, you see the way he is comfortable in his training. They're not the same. Most of the time, they're different. A lot of times, what they do is whatever makes them get in the right mindset for the fight is what they usually do. And f- for instance, from what from the pattern of Rocky Balboa, it looks like he does a seclusion very well because he either has his trainer with him or he has like. You know, pretty much just his trainer at the most. Other than that, he's by himself. Um, if he was to be in America when he's doing the training, he'd have constant people trying to find him or talk to him, get information about him. In, uh, in like the, like somebody following him in a car? Like constantly? the paparazzi. Oh, like his bodyguards that he has always following him, trying to get at him? They're chaperones. Just, yeah, oh, but chaperones, that's, But they, didn't, they never like talked to him. They never like, they never, like it's just, it's just, I, I just find the whole thing unnecessary. There are other ways you could have done it. There's other ways, yes, but which one was ideal for him? It doesn't matter. He it, wants it more. Uh, you can't cross-reference different movies for this. That, it's that, a, it's that, the that's the message. Well, I get, over I get the, the top message. is the Rocky version of arm wrestling. Right. Yeah. You're the underdog. You're not, there's no way you're going to win. But because you want it, do it your way. You got it. Slugger. But isn't like mental toughness a factor of an athlete, too? Yeah. Like, like I remember I heard a coach say defense... Def- a good defense is the best offense. No, uh, no. sixty uh, percent um, mental. No, it's no. They said um, the only people who are good at defense are guys who want it more, because because you're willing to because like no the whole thing is like nobody likes to play defense. So the guys who are really good at defense are the people who like want to play defense more. Oh, okay, I remember that makes hearing sense. something like that. I get that. Anyway, we're stuck on this montage. Yeah. Because we got one more coming. Because Adrian flies into Russia. I don't know who's watching this kid now. Yeah, yeah. Nobody cares about the, the kid. robot. He's a horrible parent. <laughs> the, the, robot. the robot. Yes, of course. Baby. <laughs> Adam, breathe. Yeah, all right. Adrian comes and he's like, "Adrian, uh, you came." She goes, "I couldn't leave without you." And then we jump to my favorite montage of this movie: "Hearts on Fire." Hearts on fire. And then you see Rocky coming, becoming stronger. Okay. Hollywood, he, don't sing. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he uh, he's able to lift them in the in the yeah. in that carriage thing and yeah. Trishaw. He climbs the mountain. Rickshaw. He, he chops down a whole tree. That was impressive. Timber. Yeah. That was a shitty Rocky voice. Yeah. <laughs> he escapes his handlers and he climbs up the mountain and he goes Drago. 
Do you think that set up cliffhanger for him? Because he, <laughs> he climbed a mountain. Oh, okay. Is he supposed nice. to? Isn't cliffhanger supposed to get down a mountain? Well, there's like suitcases of money. And, yeah. Like he has to lead the the people to the spots on the mountains. Yeah. So he has to climb up. Ah. That opening sequence is pretty sick. Dude. That movie makes me feel weird. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> In your pants? I, I, I don't know. There's there's a certain feeling behind that movie that it just it makes me feel things on my body. What parts of your body? Know, on this stuffed arm, animal. I don't, I don't know. On this stuffed animal. Point no. to where this makes you feel funny. No, just I. <laughs> I got this weird feeling about that movie. I don't know what I don't know what it is. Would you say it's a good funny or a bad funny? I think it's it's just it's it's a physical manifestation of nostalgia. Is I think is what's happening to me right now. Is it touching you it's in the right chest place? or the left part of the chest? Because there's also a video game, a cliffhanger video game, we yeah. used to play a lot, and it's it's some sort of. I'm I'm mashing those two in my head and it's my, my body's reacting weird to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening. It's very confusing. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> now we go to the fight. Now Rocky's like he's fully trained. He's set. Oh, by the way, he's actually doing boxing training too. Yeah, like, yeah. with Duke. Right. I, I feel th- like they're doing more strength training than boxing training. Yeah. Well, he has to match his eighteen thousand pounds of pressure. Yeah. Or whatever. Whatever that was. Yeah. Dude, the one workout I, I I hope one day I can do is the one is the one where he's on the second floor and it, and Duke's holding his feet and he and he goes down and he does that crunch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, that looks intense. That was impressive. That was impressive. That was crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you can also do that like uh well start off on that on a plank mm-hmm. and just um you know, remember the part where he's lifting his core up from Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good way to start it off too. They make us do something like that in boot camp. Yeah, I can't hang them. I'm very impressed by the people that can do that that flagpole thing, where they like they, there's there's a pole and they just hold it with two arms and they, they have their body completely parallel to the ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I've and they seen just hold that pose. Statham do it. Statham can do it. Yeah, yeah that's Statham. that's impressive to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, now it's the now it's the main event. Yeah, the match. They bring Rocky in. He gets booed. Right. He's wearing Apollo's red, white, and blue shorts. Right. And they bring in uh, Drago, and they do the Soviet national anthem. That epic, uh-huh. yeah. And they and they're lowering a painting or like a poster of Drago, yeah, with, with the with the Soviet flag. That 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 whole scene was it was majestic. Uh-huh. It was like this. We have James Brown, and we have the, it's like way too like flashy. Fla- and- this this was just beautiful. Uh-huh. The Soviet anthem itself is just it's it, it just it inspires some sort of like patriotism that i don't even have for russia yeah and then all the officers are saluting saluting yeah the, the drago picture it's, it, it's, it's classier I don't, I don't know what it's, something about it just like that's that is beautiful it was a very beautiful yeah. it, that that was more moving than james brown to me and drago and uh and uh paulie and duke and they all look scared because they're they're in a foreign country they're singing their anthem and they all sound like they're in a cult and it's kind of freaking them out a little yeah well it's, it's just like the the, the sound i guess of like a bunch of a bunch of people like singing together. The like the anthem is it has that sound of just like a whole army mm-hmm. in unison singing the national anthem or whatever. It's just that that's it's it's like jarring. It, it's it's I, I find it beautiful. I think it's okay. I think it's it's just an amazing yeah. amazing thing. I, I I was very moved by that scene in in ways I was very confused by. Mm-hmm. Much like my cliffhanger. <laughs> that one feelings. too. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> So I think f- we need to have a talk. Yeah. <laughs> so the fight starts, and uh, of course, Rocky beats the shit. Oh, Rocky gets his ass kicked yeah. in round one. What seems to me a much worse beating than Apollo got. Yes. <laughs> By a lot. So does so does this mean that um, his framework can withstand punches? Like <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, if Apollo's like a perfect <laughs> specimen. Of, I, 
I think Apollo's a better built figure than, yes. than Stallone. Like, like an actual boxer. Yeah. Yeah. Stallone's, uh, he's, he's, he's way too short for this guy. <laughs> yes. He was giving, he was giving Apollo crap about getting on a ladder to fight, uh-huh. to fight Drago. Meanwhile, this, he's like, what, like four feet smaller than Apollo? <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. He doesn't have the the arm span alone. Uh-huh. There's no there's no physical reason why mm-hmm. he should win this fight. Yeah, but he ends up coming back anyway. Mm-hmm. And well, after the first round, like he gets his ass beat, like he, he his eyes cut open. Well, yeah. well, when when, when Apollo, after the first round that Apollo was in, he's like covered in blood his entire face. Yeah, uh, Rocky takes a worse beating. He's got like one cut in his eye. Yeah, like so he, he took a worse beating and has a lot less blood than Apollo did. So again, making Apollo to me look like a, a chump. Uh huh. If Apollo was such a badass, this movie is not portraying that. I, I'm not seeing Apollo as a, as a as a big star. It seems based like on this well, movie we have alone. to watch one through yeah, we'll see, yeah, it's, yeah. Without seeing those movies, all the everything, all the mythos around Apollo Creed is not living up in this movie. Yeah, it seems like he played a, pl- a difference. He's like not a, not a character for strength, but more of a martyr than anything else. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. He was a lamb. Mm-hmm. To the slaughter in this movie, and the 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 trainers. Oh, we forgot to mention the Mikhail Gorbachev, who's like the supreme leader of Russia. They right. don't say he's Gorbachev, but that he looks exactly it's, like him. It's implied. Yeah, yeah, it's implied. He's up there with a sports czar, <laughs> and right. uh, it's, it's, it's at uh, Davos. Yeah, sure. It's um, he's the creator of the Daleks. Is that the uh, oh. is that a Doctor Who? Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, he's getting his ass beat. Duke's telling him, "You gotta fight him. You gotta shake your head at me, Mushroom. You, yeah. you gotta use the eye of the tiger to get this guy." And then the, the Russian trainer's like, "Stop fucking with this guy and just knock him out already." Yeah. Now in the training sequence, his his uh, pounds per square inch went up from eighteen fifty to like twenty two hundred. Right. So the, f- the fact that he's getting stronger, Stallone should be dead by now. Like right. he should have brain damage. Unless unless Stallone is getting equally as strong uh, without <laughs> drugs and without the fancy equipment. Mm-hmm. Round two comes, and uh, he's still getting his ass kicked. Rocky's never been good at defense. No, nobody's good at defense in this movie. He's, he just keeps his hands down, like, come on, come on, come on, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. For every five hits he's taking, he'll maybe punch Drago. Yeah, he, he, he's getting some hits in, which is which is more than Apollo got. And and also, in between every round, the his uh, his coaching notes is, uh, uh, pain doesn't exist. or what, what do they, keep, they keep telling him something like, uh, pain is nothing, or... No yeah. pain, no pain, no pain. Yeah. Well, what I found funny is if this is supposed to be a real fight, Rocky gets knocked to the ground in the in the second round, but he pops back up and just continues the fight. No, no, no. As soon as a boxer hits the ground, the ref he would tell Drago, "Okay, go yeah. one, count, look at me, two, three. Can you make it? Go, 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 yeah, go. Nope, not in this fight. I guess not in fucking Russia. They have that rule, right? Well, like, again, but then this is also a non-sanctioned fight, so maybe this is Russian rules, amateur <laughs> rules. I don't know, it's like prison ball. I guess. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not a botanist. Rocky, <laughs> you're using that too much, man. <laughs> Rocky hits Drago in the eye, and he cuts him. Yeah, and they go, "Oh, they made him. They made him bleed. They made right. the machine bleed." Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, oh, here we go. Something's gonna come up. So right here, Adam, like you're or... like waiting for the Terminator eye, the right. red eye, sort of like transmission fluid to come out of his <laughs> his eye or something. But no, okay, I guess he's, I guess he is human. Mm-hmm. After round two, they go to their corners, and Rocky, uh, Rocky goes. He goes, he's not a machine, he's a man. No, Duke tells Rocky, he's not a machine, he's a man. And then Drago tells his guy, he's like a piece of iron. And then round by round by round, they're just wailing at each other. Yeah. Drago's starting to get hits, like his eyes starting to swell. And yep. it goes, this is old school boxing, so it goes 15 rounds. 
Yeah, and that, that was the montage, another one here, where just the, the, the fighting are, montage are, are, yeah. are flying by and mm-hmm. whatever. Did you like this fight? What did you guys think of the fight nah. itself? I didn't like the fight. No, it, it was just it was just two punching bags hitting each other over and over again. Was it better or worse than the grudge match fight between De Niro and Stallone? Do you remember that? I, I, I recall thinking that was a good fight. Oh, okay. I, I don't remember anything about it, but I'm, in my brain, I'm thinking that that was at least... Believable? Yeah, more believable than this, where they're just like taking turns punching each other in the face. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's every Rocky movie. Yeah, well, that's that's ridiculous. Except Creed. Uh, <laughs> I fucking love this movie, dude. Um, so it's, they're going to the 15th fight. They're going to the 15th round, and Duke's like, you got to knock this fucking guy out. Oh, prior to that, the Russian czar goes down because uh down to the first floor because now the people are turning against drago yeah now the people in russia are going rocky right rocky same thing that happened to apollo yes reversed uh-huh where yeah. everyone's apolloed out and then they became drago fans people uh, th- this is this is also making they're making the fans the idiots out of this fans are fans they're not they're not there for anybody they're there for mm-hmm. one person blood yeah that's what i'm saying this is a bloodthirsty crowd and that's all they care about they're on the winning side. These are all bandwagoners. That's not... No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not how fights are. When Ronda Rousey got knocked out, it wasn't everybody was like chanting, Ronda, and then, oh, she's losing. Oh, uh, Holmes, Holmes, Holmes. That's not how it goes. There's going to be people upset about it. Like, no, come on, come on. Oh, boo, boo. Uh, uh, judges are, are paid for or whatever. Yeah. Bought off. Yeah, bought off. Whatever the hell. That's not how fans work. Well, the sports star goes down to uh, Drago's corner, and he goes, you idiot. You're letting them turn on you. And then <laughs> with a glove on, he's able to choke crap by the yeah. throat and pick him <laughs> up and throw him down. I'm pretty sure the gloves, the thumb is sewn yeah. to the, yeah, the yeah. rest of it. Yeah. Okay. And he, he yells at uh, Gorbachev and the sports czar, <laughs> I win this for me. Yeah. And then it started the 15th round, and Duke's telling Rocky, he goes, you need to knock this guy out to win. Uh, yeah. Definitely. You're if 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 this was a final fucking score, well, I think Drago has won every single round. Yeah. The score is like one forty to fifty. One forty to uh what's nine times fourteen? Nine times one oh eight. Uh it's one forty to one twenty six. Okay. Drago. It that's definitely the scorecard. Like no shit you need to knock out. Right. So uh they they do the they do the it's it's customary in the in the final round of a boxing match, both fighters hit gloves. Yeah, and Drago tells Rocky to the end, and then okay, and then uh, Rocky starts fucking with uh, Drago in the final round. I like that. Okay, he's not taking any swing. Like he's just like taking hits, and and they're like, oh, what's 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 Creed do? Uh, not Creed. What's Balboa doing? And finally, he just starts wailing on him, and he knocks out. Yeah, Ivan mean, Drago. I don't like yeah. that. And the match is over. It, it went the way that everyone that would be watching the movie pictured it would go. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it starts off slow, he's losing, and then he starts coming back a little bit, and mm-hmm. then he finally comes back at the end. Like, oh, now he's now he's victorious. After this, he gives a speech that ended the Cold War, Adam. This was so dumb. This or was you, also like out of nowhere. Because <laughs> there, there's two guys. You guys was hating on me, yeah, and I was hating on you. This, this was this was a. a First of all, after that kind of fight, to be able to speak that eloquently, there's no fucking way. You, when you hear any kind of interview post of a fight, there's like, so how does the fight go? You know, I was, uh, I was hitting him, vegetables, and sometimes 
I hit. Uh, I got some chocolate milk, and um, they, they they have no. They can't think. They're they're, they're concussed. There's no way they can have this <laughs> this much. This the, he had a very eloquent, heartfelt speech about uh, society. Uh huh. Like, well, this doesn't belong here. Two guys killed each other in the rig. I guess it's better than twenty million. Where do you get that number from? I don't know. So now this this fight became uh, a gladiator style thing, mm-hmm. or like a, in, in Troy, where uh, where yes, Brad Pitt comes out like, hey, instead of all of our men fighting all of your men, uh-huh. let's do one on one, and then that'll be it. So that, that's what this fight was. This was a sacrifice. Yeah, because if I could change, you could change. Everybody could change. Everybody starts fucking. Ah! Who changed? What changes here? I think he's talking about the whole bit we was talking about uh, of Russians earlier. hating on Americans and so forth. I think I thought that's the whole that's, that's what he's. Talking we learned about. that during Apollo's fight. No, no, I, I thought we were talking about the whole bit that he was with Adrian at the, in L.A. Uh-huh. when she was saying it's like no one changes and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's like you can change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it was a forced message to me at the end. Just like the the, the whole point. This of the whole movie, movie is a propaganda yes, message. It was so dumb. This it was it was. Oh come on! I, it, Stallone's got some good stuff. I mean, he did some good acting in it, and um, he, I, I like the message he's generally trying to get across. But uh-huh. this was just way too forced and I, way too contrived. I feel like the the whole montage bit was really epic and funny as all hell. The fight, this, the final fight montage? No, 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 no. The, the first montage, the training montage, where they're showing... The um, flashback one? Yeah. Now, think about it this way. If you had that montage where you had Rocky and, and Dolph Lundgren doing their separate thing, right? Now, take away um, Sylvester Stallone's whole bit on the montage and just leave it to um, Dolph Lundgren's version, right? And then put his music, take the music away, oh. and put in, like, Daft Punk. <laughs> Does that not look weird to you? Yeah, I, I I did have this weird thought that he does look like Scott from from Pentatonics. He's got that that white. If if, if the Scott from Pentatonics is, is the main guy, if you watch the Daft Punk video especially, he's like he's, he's, his hair is like blown out white and he's like super look Aryan looking. It's like it, it looks like that. But anyway, you know, after seeing this as a kid, I used to think that the winners of boxing matches. Like would always grab the mic and just give like a speech. Okay, <laughs> like that messed me up for a while. I was like, "Hey, how come he's not giving a speech? Why right. isn't Tyson giving rousing up, riling up the crowd?" No, that's Joe Rogan's job. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he comes in. Obviously, fear is not a factor for you, Tito Ortiz. <laughs> <laughs> so, Adam, seventy years of communism goes out the window after one speech. Yep, Absolutely. these guys are drilled their whole life. The West is evil. The Americans are evil. One guy. You, you know what's going to make him not think we're evil? If we come and beat up your biggest guy. Yeah. So you're not, we're not evil anymore? We took down your best guy? So after the speech, Gorbachev stands up, and then the Russian sports czar stands up, and they both applaud him. Do you yeah. think... I know I'm being a little dark here. Do you think Gorbachev secretly ordered Drago and his wife and the sports czar to be executed because oh. they made Russia... <laughs> Because they made Russia look bad. Like, do you think that was an order he placed? I, I, I would, I would not be surprised if that happened. Because uh, Saddam Hussein used to order the execution of the of the Iraqi soccer, the national oh, yeah. some members of uh-huh. the national team if they lost. I remember in, hearing about in, that, like World Cup play. Well, they never made the World Cup like in qualifying matches. Yeah. I would not be surprised. Yep, I wouldn't be surprised either. No, no. But then 
people can change. So yeah. it's very possible. You can change. Yeah. We all can change. Everybody can change. <laughs> and he gets the flag and he's, and then it ends. The last shot so is dumb. is him with the flag over his head. Oh, my God. And my last note is Cold War over. There it is. Problem solved. Mm-hmm. I think that like that uh, montage I was talking about earlier, they think mm-hmm. Family Guy did something with that too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They, they sh- it should have been at the end instead of everybody could change. We'd be like, tear down this wall. Or <laughs> one of those kind of things. It's like, all right, yeah. that, that'll, that'll fix everything. Sure. Well, Reagan said that a few years later. Yeah. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that damn wall. Right. Something like that. Fantastic. So, closing thoughts. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> I This is my second favorite Rocky movie. If okay. I, can I give you my rankings of the Rocky movies? Please. It goes, this is from one to seven. It goes three, four, Balboa, Creed, one, two, five. Wow. Oh, by the way, to, to finish off, Adam, he does have Braden damage and five because five opens at the very end of this match. Five opens with him in Russia and he's in the shower and he's holding his head. He's like, Adrian! and you know how he has that weird, oh, yo, Polly. Yeah. In part five, it gets way worse okay. because he has like severe brain damage now. So he, he retired from boxing. So he, the brain damage does come. Okay. That's good. Anyway, this is on my... Remember I told you there's a list of movies that if it's on TV, I stop and watch. Goodfellas, yeah. Casino, Rocky Four is in there, dude. Oh, wow. I fucking love this movie. See, out of, out of all the Rocky stuff that I have seen... I did see Balboa, actually. I forgot okay. about that one. That that movie also was like, meh. But th- there was a line where he's talking to his son about like, you gotta get... Life knocks you down. You gotta get, pick yourself back up. That that line, that, that whole little speech, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Very inspirational. Very good. Rocky Four is all about... It's like montage the movie yeah rocky balboa is speech the movie because he gives like four different speeches that are like that okay but that, that one specifically that yeah, I, that, that I one love that speech I, I got emotional i remember what, getting emotional during it's that speech. not about how hard you get hit but how, no it's not about if you get hit if you but, get knocked down it's but about how getting hard up. you get hit and yeah. keep moving forward yeah yeah very very good stuff mm-hmm. anyway uh, i really like this movie a lot this is my second favorite rocky movie of all time i just like how f- it's it's 90 minutes this is the shortest Rocky movie out of all of them. It's a quick 90 minutes. I like the villain, Drago. I love Dolph Lundgren as the bad guy. I just, uh, yeah, there was some stuff you could leave out like the robot. That was my big thing, the robot. Yeah. K- kick that out. But it's just, it's it's a fun action movie. And then for people our age, this, for a lot of people we know, this was our first Rocky experience. Okay. So I guess some of it's the nostalgia behind it. I I think that might be safe, but. <laughs> I can't. Ma- I can't. Maestro, your closing thoughts? I Rocky thought this Four? movie had a lot of great montages. I really feel like Rocky <laughs> mm-hmm. really had a really good beard, and <laughs> there was a lot of really awesome snow running. All right, mm-hmm. Adam. It 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 was it was forced. It was a forced movie for a forced message, and like I said, Stallone showed better acting chops than anybody else. Which I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. But eh. would you watch this again? No, I'm over it. Would you recommend someone watch it? Only to get through the. I feel like I feel like it's homework to have to watch all the Rockies. Okay, I will have to get to it at some point, just as a member of society type of uh-huh. thing. So I guess yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's a it's a it's a homework watch. But this isn't in the bottom of what we've seen. Right? No, no, they're still it's better. Not that, it's not no, that bad. No. Okay. okay, I mean it's it's weird and crazy, but it's not. Weird and crazy. So, so bad. Ah, oh, come on. It's not that weird and crazy. I mean, like, you've seen Howard the Duck. That was weird and crazy. I have not. You haven't? No. <gasps> oh, God. 
I don't know. That that's a bad movie, but it's not like fun like this one. Are you serious? It's Howard the All Duck, right. man. We'll do Howard the Duck for Maestro. All right, very good. To piss off Adam. George Lucas produced it. Oh. Uh, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said, at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Good reviews or bad reviews first, guys? You know what? I would like to go with the bad reviews because we usually go with good. First. Okay. Richard Schickel of Time Magazine said, padded with clips from earlier Rocky films, adding nothing to his mythic yet let alone human dimensions it lacks even the primitive suspense and crude capacity to release underdog emotions that permitted its predecessors to conquer one's better judgment fuck that was a mouthful yeah it was they're just saying it's it's not he's not adding more to the mythology of the character no i feel like all this is really doing is um showing uh, showing basically him going international over like what he's been doing before mm mm-hmm. mhm Dave Keir of the Chicago Reader said, The crazed flag waving would be a lot easier to take if it weren't so clearly a commercial calculation meant to salvage what is otherwise a crass, careless, shamelessly padded film. <laughs> Last bad review. This is yeah, from- pa- padded for sure. Padded for sure. Yeah. Last bad review it comes from Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times. Oh. Even Sylvester Stallone seems to be getting tired of the series. As the writer <laughs> and director, as well as the star, he puts himself through the same old paces. Well, it is true. During the whole acting sequence, he didn't really show a lot of anger or anything. More along the lines of just uh, monotonous um, head swaying, really. Well, without being able to compare it to the other movies, I can't. Time for the good reviews. Uh, I said Ebert, right? Yeah. Gene Siskel, his old partner, gave it a good review. Ooh. Gene Siskel of the Chicago Tribune says, Whereas Stallone with Rambo is messing around with real places and real events, in Rocky Four, we all know that this is pure Hollywood and pure fantasy, and very well-made Hollywood fantasy indeed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because you know, we were talking, I don't think we talked about this on, on the show, but I think Matt, uh, I think Hollywood, we were actually saying that uh, Dolph Lundgren was a genius, wasn't he? He is. He has a master's in chemical engineering. Is that right? And mm-hmm. he get, he was a chemical engineer back home, wherever he's from, and he wanted to be an actor. Oh, that's too bad. What do you mean? Because 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 of the language barrier, he comes across kind of as an idiot, oafish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Last bad review: Jay Boyar of the Orlando Sentinel says the film is a slugger that keeps hitting you with one obvious image after another. Funny thing though, obviousness is sometimes effective. If Rocky Four doesn't kill you, it'll conquer you. What? That's weird. Now it's time for the game that everyone loves to play, the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is the part of the show where I like make the guys guess the score of the movie based on his Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59% is rotten, 60% to 84% is fresh, and 85% and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Uh, let's do the audience. Okay. <laughs> what do you got, Mushroom? Okay, I'm going to go for... It's about a lot of fans um, going on international this time. Uh, oh, the international part. I forgot yeah. about that. Um, I'm going... F- well, what was what was the startup? Huh? What was the startup amount? No, this what? is the what Rotten Tomatoes game. Oh. oh. <laughs> I went past that. I went past that. I'm sorry. Uh, Percentages. Big percentages. 75. Yeah, this is, this is tough because this has the same kind of like... Uh, I don't know if it's a cult following, but it's got like this aura of of like Godfather aura type of like mm-hmm. it, it's supposed to be one of the greats or whatever. I don't I, I don't get it. It's not for me. It's like Godfather. It's, I don't see why it's so appealing. Uh, 
but it is appealing, I guess, to people. 61%. It's 79%. Ooh. Wow. All right. I was close. The closest. All right. The critics? I would hope that they would slide with me as far as the... Uh, it's it's just forced and not so well. For a Rocky movie, maybe it, it holds up to what it's supposed to be, but mm-hmm. hopefully they have a better standard than just comparing it to the Rocky franchise. Uh, I'll, I'll go back. I'll say 61 again. 71. 40%. It is rotten. Nice. Oh, wow. All right. Did not see that coming. Adam, Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Now it's time for Adam's favorite game, the Paul <laughs> Giamatti game. Paul Giamatti has been in a lot of our movies, and we like to think... What, who would Paul Giamatti be in this movie? I think I have an idea. I'm going to give you mine. All right. He'd be Paulie. Yeah. That's the easy, that's the, that's the easy obvious answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I think he might be good as the uh, the black trainer dude. Duke? Yeah. He's very quiet in that one, except for like a couple like main phrases. And yeah. Well, so was Paulie. Paulie didn't have that many lines either. Not the two lines he did were supposed to be comedic. He's uh, Russell Crowe's trainer in Cinderella Man. Giamatti. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I never saw that one. I think Paul Giamatti would have done really well if he was the the Russian um Sports Czar? Yeah, sports czar, yeah. <laughs> Mostly angry? Yeah, he's so angry. All right. And he, even the even the sports czar when he like was yelling, his eyes started getting really beady. I mean, that would be perfect for him. He does have the intensity. He he can nail that intensity, that's for sure. Now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or information you may not know about the movie. If you look carefully at the very opening scene, the American glove and the Russian glove colliding, you can see that a split second after the gloves collide and a split second before they're covered by the explosion, the Russian glove breaks in half and falls to the ground first. Oh, I didn't see that. Hmm. Well, it's a split second. I wasn't paying attention. Paulie's robot was created by the International Robotics, Inc. in New York City. The robot's voice was the company's CEO, Robert Dornick. <laughs> Roger Ebert surmises the robot is an android of some type, complete with AI. The robot is identified by robotic engineers as Seiko, S-I-C-O, and is was a member of the Screen Actors Guild and toured with James Brown in the no. 1980s. In an interview with the Ain't It Cool News website, Sylvester Stallone revealed that he first saw the robot at a party and was amused by it. So he decided to include it in the movie so that the audience can get a good look at it. Wait, so this is a, it's a real-life robot? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. It's not somebody voicing. It's it's the robot. I'm sure the voices. I'm sure it moved, but the voice, like the AI, was added. Like it was ADR'd later. Like Happy Birthday, Bali. Right, but the, <laughs> the actual robot speaks then, like that. Yeah. yeah. Holy Christ! Interesting. After realizing how Rocky's previous opponents, Apollo Creed and Clubber Lang, had loud and animated personalities, Dolph Lundgren came up with the idea of making his character Ivan Drago very stoic not move too much, and just be there with an intimidating presence. Sylvester Stallone incorporated these ideas by not giving the character too much dialogue and making big close-ups, especially in his eyes. Because huh. mm. he's the complete opposite of Clubber Lang and Apollo. He's just quiet, and he's uh, yeah. he's more menacing that way. So it was, it was his idea to not do so much speaking? Yeah. All right. <laughs> the film is recognized as well, being... Well, I mean, okay. Well, He was in a movie with Brandon Lee, right? Or it was, uh, yes. it was like sidekick, buddy cop film type of yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where he did a lot of talking in that one, and yeah. it did not do him any favors. No. So maybe, maybe what, did that come before this? No. Uh, this was, this is Dolph Lundgren's first movie. Oh, uh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, in, uh, Dolph Lundgren looks way younger than he did in that movie with Brandon That's Lane. true. Yeah, yeah, okay. 
The film is recognized as being ahead of its time in its demonstration of groundbreaking high-tech sports equipment. Some of which was some of it <laughs> was experimental and twenty years from public use. Wow, those were so actually all, so all real. Drago, yeah, all the Drago like stuff they used to train, like the the punching and the. So stuff. these these uh, machines were specially made for the purposes of uh, boxing training, probably. Yeah, much more effective than carrying around logs on the mountain. I would assume. Assumption. Um, Again, this is where I, you're getting everything from. Again, I'm, I'm not a botanist. <laughs> I love this stat right here, or this fact. When shooting the film, Sylvester Stallone decided that for the shooting of the fight, he and Dolph Lundgren should hit one another for real, so as to increase the intensity of the scene. After doing three takes of Rocky taking shots to the ribs, Stallone felt a burning in his chest but ignored it. Later that night, he had difficulty breathing and was taken to a nearby ER. It was discovered that his blood pressure was over 200, and he had to be flown on a low-altitude flight from Canada to St. John's Hospital in Santa Monica, where he remained in intensive care for eight days. Wow. What had happened was that Lundgren had punched Stallone so hard in the chest, Stallone's heart had slammed up against his breastbone and began to swell, cutting off the blood supply and restricting the oxygen flow throughout the body. Jesus Christ. So that 1,800 pounds of pressure, <laughs> that's, that was no joke. Yeah. Christ almighty. Uh, last one. This one. This film won five Golden Raspberry Awards, or AKA <laughs> Razzie Awards. It won Worst Actor, Sylvester Stallone. Worst Director, what? Sylvester Stallone. Oh. Worst Supporting Actress, Bridget Nielsen. Worst New Star, Bridget Nielsen again. And Worst Musical Score. I kind of like the music in this movie. It wasn't that bad. Come on. Well, it, it I, also, I, I'm it not a big fan, but it wasn't bad enough to get all that. It also received nominations for Worst Picture. Worst Supporting Actress for Talia Shear, Worst Supporting Actor for Burt Young, that's Paulie, and Worst Screenplay. God almighty. I don't think it was that bad either. Yeah, this I mean, movie's not that bad. No. Rocky Five is way worse than this. <laughs> way I, worse. I do know that like in like he doesn't really do much acting per se over montage in this whole movie. There's more montage than there's acting for Stallone in this movie. <laughs> just, well, what that says to me is that movies in 85 did montages were really good. If this was the worst... I, I can't imagine that, oh, it couldn't have been that bad. Let's find so. out. Well, now it's time for Money Makes the World Go Round. want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well the film held up to its peers. The budget for this movie, $28 million. Wow. Well, there was this weird exhibition fight that we had to watch. Yo, that, they had to pay for James Brown yeah. to come in. They had to pay for that robot. In cash. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so give me its worldwide gross. How much did it make worldwide, overseas and in the domestic? Let me give you some help. Oh, okay. This is the highest grossing Rocky film to date. Wow. Whoa. With that many Razzies and it was still the highest? Yeah, mm -hmm. see, those Razzies are unfair. They just they don't like they don't like Stallone. Or was it because of London? Well, he wasn't nominated for any of them. I know. They're too scared. Um mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm gonna go with two hundred and fifteen. Okay, two fifteen million. Yeah, and it was his twenty eight million. Was it? Wait, this is eighty five. Hold on. Yeah, you're, you're already buzzed. In. Fine. Too late. I'm going for one eighty. In the U.S., this grossed one hundred twenty seven point eight million. Oh. Overseas, it grossed 172.6. Wow! Oh, bringing its total worldwide gross to 300.4 wow. million dollars. I was going to go lower even. Jesus. Yeah. Nice. This film debuted in first place on the weekend of November 29th, 1985, with 19.9 million dollars. All right. According to Box Office Mojo, this is the second highest-grossing film in the category sports drama. Wow. Number one is The Blind Side. 
Oh, never the Sandra Bullock football movie. Yeah. It's also number one in the category in boxing. Okay, that makes sense. And this was the third highest grossing film of 1985. Your top five are number one, Back to the Future. Okay. Good. Number two, Rambo: First Blood Part Two. Number three, Rocky Four. Back to back, he he had two and three in the same year. Crushing wow. it, dude. Number four, The Color Purple. Number five, Out of Africa. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about those two. Color yeah. Purple was Spielberg. That's a good movie. That's Prince, right? No. No. What? <laughs> what's, the, what's, the, what's the Prince <laughs> movie? Purple Rain. Rain <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, it was Oprah. <laughs> yeah, Oprah, Oprah. and uh, Whoopi okay. Goldberg oh, and so Danny good. Glover. That's so but good. There was a movie. Yeah. Purple Rain. Purple yeah, it was Rain. a great okay. movie. Yeah, with Apollonia. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Adam, Rocky Four is available to watch on Amazon. All right. If you're going to watch it on Amazon, go to our website first. Click on the banner on the side of our page. It'll take you to Amazon. You shop as you normally would. doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps support the show. So do that. Also for iTunes. It's the same, same yeah. spiel. We know you're going to be <laughs> Christmas shopping oh, yeah. the next couple That's weeks. Right. So make sure you use the Amazon uh, banner on the on the website. Uh, Another a boxing movie, which uh, which I enjoy. Uh, Adam Crowley did a little boxing movie, mm. The Hammer. That was... <laughs> That was a, that was a decent movie because it, it had the boxing and that was was seemed more real and mm-hmm. it was it was funny. It had a good like moral type of thing. wasn't didn't feel forced like this one. I would suggest you guys watch Creed. I know, okay, I, I know we keep talking about it, but it's that good. Okay, it's already getting Oscar buzz. Stallone might win the Oscar for best supporting actor All right. for playing old Rocky. I do. I, I and the I'm... boxing in this Adam looks completely realistic. Good. That 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 would have I think changed this movie had had the boxing scenes been more real real okay how real real yeah <laughs> that's nineteen eighty that's nineteen eighty five's Rocky Four directed by Sylvester Stallone check out the website ratpatpodcast dot com slash spoilers follow us on Twitter Facebook and Instagram at spoilers show check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel Rat Pack Productions write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we'll watch it before any other requests. Next week, our Christmas marathon continues, but now we're going with a more traditional Christmas film. All right. Let's see how big nostalgia plays in the eyes of Adam oh, yes. for Home Alone 2, whoop, whoop. Lost in New York. New York. Did you like this movie as a kid, Adam? Absolutely. Have you, have you seen this recently? No. Okay. This is, it's Home Alone was one of my favorite series growing up. Okay. It was just super fun. This was my first uh, glance at um, Pesci. Pesci. Yeah, it's my oh, first Pesci? Pesci experience. Oh. I'm sure I'm going to bring this up in the trivia, but fuck it. I'll just tell you now. Pesci, he's so known for like cussing and everything yeah. that uh, in Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2, did you notice when something bad happens to him, he goes, frack up, frack up, frack up, frack up, frack up, frack up. He was cussing so much that on the first movie that the director was like hey you can't cuss this is a kids movie can you figure out a way how to not cuss and he's like fricka 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 so that that gibberish is yeah. him trying to cuss it was like fricka fracker that was like yeah that was a yeah. yeah yeah no it, it was because again this is my first experience with him so uh-huh. i already pictured him as an angry guy so seeing him later on with all the cursing I was like yeah makes sense <laughs> okay <laughs> So we'll see if uh, if this holds up in Adam's eyes. I feel like it won't. Nah, come on. Kids are scared of the park. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. Yes. He's actually got this visually in his head right now. I think we'll be... Uh... Well, because in the first movie, it was kids are scared of the dark, you see. Yeah. And they were the wet bandits. Now they're the, the sticky bandits. Yeah. 
like I said, it's visually in his head right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this Tim Tim Curry? Is this the Tim yes, Curry yes, one? Yes, yeah. Tim Curry's in this. He's the concierge. Detroit. Yeah, I, I really love you. <laughs> this is a great movie, man. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> Get on your knees and tell me. Yes, love. you're hooking up with everybody. <laughs> Big Joe, yeah. Cliff, and the yeah. security guard's name's Cliff. Yeah. No, huh? <laughs> it's a lie. <laughs> Ah, oh, fun. Big Just Joe fun. with the gippy leg. Yeah, man. Michael Jordan makes a, a small cameo in the form of a cardboard cutout. Yep. <laughs> no, that was the first one. Was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. He has to do that at his house. In this one, he's in his uncle's... Oh, that's right. That's like, right. ...burned down house or whatever This is, is where everything gets really adult. Yeah. Oh, with the pigeons and... Oh, mm-hmm. man. This was good. Well, this is a lot of heart. There's a lot of heartfelt stuff going on here. We're jumping ahead a little. All right, sorry. So, <laughs> tune in, so tune in next week. Yeah, man. And until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Maestro. I'm Adam. And we will break you. <laughs> <laughs>